right. Hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We're playing One Ring. Second edition tonight, we are continuing our Waking of Angmar campaign, and we were reminiscing uh, as we were getting ready to uh, to start the stream today about uh, our our initial days when we used to used to do podcasting way back in the day mm-hmm. and actually <laughs> explained to Steven, who wasn't with us at the time, uh, a little tradition we had before we went live because we were so nervous about recording. We'd all just start motorboating, We'd, <laughs> which yep. I wasn't at the screen to see Steven's face uh, when you said that, but I I can imagine. Uh, I was just uh, imagining motorboating you, Jeff. I, I really, yeah. I, I'm sad I missed out on that. <laughs> yep, yep. But that's what we would do, and then, uh, then, then our buddy Josh, who doesn't really stream with us, he's done it a couple times here and there, but he's not really streaming with us lately. Uh, he and I would do shots. <laughs> we would get so nervous that we get on, and yeah, so now many nerves. Uh, now I just uh, swallow my, my anxiety and my nerves, and uh, yeah, I'm sure it's healthy. I'm sure it's not going to manifest <laughs> in something else at some point. It's totally uh, not a sleep disorder where you get out of bed and walk around the house at night. That's that's cute that you think I would actually sleep. I, I don't <laughs> sleep. I run like 80 games. I have a full-time job. Steven was yelling at me before or something like that. Like, I don't know. I'm like, you know what, man? I run six games. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Two of them today because I got one ring and later tonight, uh, Steven and I will be playing some heart in the city beneath over on Grim and Perilous Place. Uh, so come check that out later if you're listening or if you're about to yeah. about to listen or if you're in there in the stream. Or, I mean, if you're listening to this later on podcast, it probably doesn't make any sense because the timing doesn't work out. But that's the other cool thing is that we've started to put The Waking of Angmar up in podcast format. So I think next week we will have episodes, I think, 12 through 15 or 13 through 15. 13 through 15. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can finally. So I think the last batch brought Steven into the game. Yay. And this new batch, uh, I think we conclude... Like that big Rotag story arc. So I think that's the end of uh, that. And we started in some other stuff. Uh, but enough on that. Why don't we uh, Why don't we do some intros, uh, some summaries, and get the hell out and get, and get going, right? So uh, Long, you are first up. Tell us about Floy. Yes, I'm playing a young dwarf. He's a treasure hunter. He's prosperous, nice, hardy, axe-wielding, brand new plate. Or not plate, but chain. Nice and shiny now. Yeah, so you actually have uh, so the way I the way I was sort of describing it, it, it is mithril. So you have you have that, uh, but the way I was describing it, that there was some sort of like tarnished nature to it in some way, which normally mithril isn't. So now you just have a, a proper mithril coat, uh, and yours is all uh, fancy too. We haven't really. I'm not sure if we talked about this, but. This was like a pretty amazing piece of armor as you got because it's a, it's mithril, which means like the load is lower. It's ancient close fitting, uh, which helps your protection. Uh, and then it's rune scored, uh, which means, again, helps your protection rolls and things like that. So uh, so now you have the full you've always had the full effect of it. It's just now you don't have the curse effect that was on top of it. So this was a cursed item. Uh, and so we talked about it. I think we talked about it on air, maybe off air, but how the. Uh, how the curse was basically creating these dreams and negativity as as like preceding you guys. And that's one of the reasons why you were just having so much trouble everywhere you went. Everyone just hated you and councils were more difficult. You no longer have that now because uh, you took a bath. I thought it was just me. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no. But that is a very good point. And I should probably be accounting for that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, uh, we've got uh, we've got Floyd's biographer, the one, the only Gilly Kellygrass. G- 
Gilly Kettlegrass. Uh, Ashley, who the hell is Gilly? Who does she think she is? Uh, Gilly, she knows that she's a Brie, a blooded elf, uh, or elf, excuse me, hobbit. Apparently, Ashley doesn't know what I am. And um, (laughs) she's just very confused being surrounded by all these very tall people. Um, But yeah, she's she's a lot happier because we finally kind of like purified the stuff that's been hanging off of Floy. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. been causing a lot of like discourse between our group, but also she's slightly terrified of these constantly recurring black sailed ships that keep what? following us around. What? They follow yeah. you around. Kind of like, weird. Weird. Like even why places are you where there's no oceans. Me, dude? Like <laughs> why? What yeah. is this? Yeah. Uh, I like how you're like, She's feeling better because Floyd finally took a bath. Gilly likes a clean dwarf is what it is. <laughs> you know, she's, she's got standards. Dwarf. Now he might be able to make it into her boudoir, like, imagery in her, in her book. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. I don't know. We have to come up with, like, a physical product. And it's just, like, the sketches of Gilly. And it's just, like, this... <laughs> This like pornographic journal, like in Hobbit it's form. It's tasteful. Okay. Yes, yes. Hey, yes yeah, there are tasteful. fig leaves oh. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Fig you know, everywhere. she's got to practice. You know, her botanical oh, art. Okay. Oh my god, Eric! If I put Pavel in this game, oh my god. Yes, yes, it's Pavel and Gregor. Oh, I love that character. <laughs> That's over on Garblack on Thursdays. Oh man, what a nutball he is! Oh goodness. <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got our, our, uh, our ranger. We got a renial. Melissa, tell us about a renial. Uh, yeah. So she is our, uh, ranger of the North champion. Um, I feel like throughout whenever we're adventuring somewhere, she's always looking for like a tree to climb and like get a better vantage point of what's going on. Um, and hunting things, um, to try to help with food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good swords, decent at bows. Um, she's got a fishing net. So like at some point while we're here, she's going to go like do some fishing and make use you of You are that, currently uh, in the ocean. Item. So that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And she's also, you know, holding on to a Morgul blade. So there's that. How did you pronounce it? Morgul blade. There you go. I thought you said mortal blade. I'm like, okay, oh, no. okay, okay, you got it. That's awesome. No, no, you got it. Perfect. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. That's everybody. Uh, okay, let's move. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> we have the artist formerly known as Erebon. We have Sorandir. Uh, Steven, tell us about your stupid character. Uh, yes, he's very dumb. Uh, intelligence of two. Uh, oh, wait, that's a different game. Uh, yeah, I'm playing Sorandir. <laughs> Uh, I am a child of Eru, exile of Linden, warden of Eriador, drinker of water, and giver of gold. I feel like last session I probably earned another, another title, uh, but I haven't thought of what it is yet, so I'm taking suggestions. Uh, yeah, I'm Betrayer playing... Uh, friends, deserter, Yeah, yeah, allies, something along that. Something, something like a little that, more yeah. somber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm playing a warden uh, on the Path of Despair as my shadow path. Uh, I am constantly in a state of sorrow but i'm i'm working on that i'm trying to be happier you know moment to moment uh i carry a great spear uh about one and a half times my height got a very nice elven cloak and i'm dressed in very fine elven clothes now after last session okay that is true they did uh replenish uh some things for you that's just it's just fine Okay, well, we get started then. So uh, we've been on 
a journey uh, more recently to uh, to Forlond, which is uh, far to the west on the western side of the Blue Mountains, which is where Floy was from. Uh, you were sent here, or not sent here, but you were encouraged to go here by a, uh, a dwarven scholar by the name of Jolin, who suggested that maybe, maybe the elves of Forlond might hold some wisdom, uh, some some ideas on how to remove the kind of curse, the shadow path that Floyd was kind of going down here, and, and that the the armor that you all found uh, months and months ago in the hills of Rudar somehow could get cleansed in some way. And uh, you reached uh, you reached Forlond, and. You were escorted through the city uh, by a by a kind of a surprisingly um, hmm, friendly, but also smiling elf by the name of Amdrim, uh, who constantly had that kind of wry smile, as if he he knew things, he knew more. Like you guys were trying to keep things from him, or didn't want to share things. It's like he kind of knew what was up. Uh, as you were kind of traveling through the city uh, of Forlorn, you noticed it was filled with artists and crafters and shipbuilders. All of whom you got the sense that were kind of interested in your arrival, but they they kind of hid it, you know, and cloaked it in their their other tasks and things like that. Uh, Amdarim uh, brought you to this central chamber on a on a river island that split the river Gelion right down the middle, and then both the splits kind of collapsed over the uh, over these granite cliffs into the Gulf of Loon. And in that chamber, you uh, you met with Ortolos, the Lady of Forland, uh, along with other esteemed members of the city, and you held council. Uh, now, it was kind of a tense council. Uh, and at one point, uh, we saw Sorandir's uh, old friend, Balavan, uh, come out from uh, underneath what looked like some kind of guard helm and reveals himself, scarred, angry, all that kind of thing, to speak out against you all. Uh, well, specifically against Sorendir, as there was debate over whether or not Forlorn should lend aid. Now, eventually, uh, the Lady of Forlorn did agree to lend the wisdom of the elves. Uh, and we also learned at that council that Erebon, that was not your name. It was actually Sorendir. And you were sort of chided to some degree by Ortolos or, or kind of pushed to finally make a decision and quit running. And you chose to once more go by the name of Sorendir. Uh, Balavan left uh, in a huff, uh, actually, and he actually just de- departed the city entirely. Uh, a, a storm kind of rolled in a little bit at that point because this is sort of the storm season. You got you got refreshments, you got quarters, and uh, Ortolos gave you instructions on how to to kind of cleanse the ritual, a place where you would go. Uh, you had some visits with other elves as well. Uh, you've heard about like the recent very bittersweet departure of uh, this this entire crafting circle uh, as they took the ships to the west, uh, departing this world. Uh, you heard stories about a sculptor who was creating these really dark and unsettling uh, images that she was seeing in her or her dreams. Um, you heard about some other uh, non-elf travelers who were waylaid by weather and goblins. And uh, in the morning, Amdurim came and led you out into the out into the Gulf again. And there, you found this sort of sandbar slash lagoon at low tide. Floy shed his armor, and he dipped down into the waters, and he kind of thought about like the the betrayal of his ancestors, apologized in his head. And the sun came up, casting this golden glow on the water. The sounds of the ocean waves disappeared, and this running river kind of came up. You heard the sounds of a river running and you sunk and sunk and sunk. You actually saw the nameless thing that had been protecting uh, the very armor that you had discovered uh, in the Rudauer Keep. 
And after a little bit of time, it, kind of, it was getting kind of dangerous. I think a Rineal dove in, dragged Floy out. And at that point, the armor was cleansed. That strange, darkened uh, kind of taint was no longer there. And it just looked like this glittering, perfect mithril. But, um, but as you guys were looking around, as you were maybe putting your armor back on, Floy, you looked out to the southwest on the horizon, dark, violent storm clouds. And you also saw what looked like these dark sails that were tra- trying to travel under some kind of cover under the storm. And so we will pick up right there on you all once more. We are at the site of the ritual. It is early in the morning. Uh, it is just past dawn. A violent storm is rolling in from the southwest. And you can see a ways away these dark sails. And I will turn it over to you. What do you all want to do? Remember, Amdurim is there as long with, along with one other elf who was meditating. Did we learn about these dark sails yet? You Not remember really. seeing them. You saw, mm-hmm. it, assuming they're the same. You remember seeing on the uh, en route to uh, Lake Ninuel, Um You remember on the river, you saw a a dark ship. And then once more on the lake itself, you saw a dark ship. And I think you heard a story from the folks of Eskerdale that um, people were being kind of taken captive aboard them at one point. Mm-hmm. So storms Andrew. rolling in, you probably got maybe half an hour, 20 minutes maybe before it kind of sweeps over you. And the, the ship is at a distance. So it's not like immediately on top of you. What would you like to do? Amdurim, we've seen these sails before. Do you know Do you know what they are? Who they belong to? And you see he's like that what normally he has almost a smirk on his face. Like like he like his default resting face has got that little smirk. Uh, but at this point, you can see that that's been replaced with some sort of concern or worry. And he says I am not entirely sure, Sorandir. We have seen those sails before. Most times, it has been off the coast, underneath the cloak of storm. A few times they have interfered with some of our fisherfolk. Interfered how? They have tried to attack, to board other vessels, take those who are merely out swimming, cleansing the reefs. Perhaps we should return to shore then. That would likely be wise, I think. So that means that your folks have have seen... You have a description of those who are on these ships. Yes, but the descriptions we we have are peculiar. They are darkly dressed, flowing silks, markings, curved blades. They speak a tongue unfamiliar to most, a tongue we have not heard in some time. A tongue from peoples to the south, or a bastard version, 
of one. Some of our allies spoke long ago. We are not sure from where they hail, but we are fairly certain that they they do not they do not carry good intentions. And Irina will share, you know, kind of what the Escardalians discussed about their folks being taken. Yes. Yes, that sounds familiar. I am not... I have not had the experience myself, thankfully. But that is what witnesses have reported. Runes along the gunwale. Dark Mm. runes of a foul speech. Have there been any attempts to waylay them, bring them to account for this behavior? We build ships to travel westward, Ranger. We do not build ships for warfare. We are capable, of course, of defending ourselves. Sorandia, your old friend Balavan, is chief amongst our captains and ensures our safety. But they do not come in large number, a stray boat here or there. They dare not journey too close to Mithland, the Grey Havens. We have heard, we have heard from our, our friends on the south side of the Gulf of Loon and Harland that they have seen more than we have. Most of the time, the ships do not pull pull into the gulf, but instead travel up and down the western coasts. Again, for what reasons, I am not certain. It seems then, perhaps, that a discussion with the guard might be wise if we might want to provide any aid in solving this mystery or preventing future shadows on your shores. We would accept your aid, friend. But and Irenia will sort of look over at Sorendir and saying, our discussions with the guards might be in order. There's this raging, like, lightning strike just emerges on the, on the skyline, the dark, like, the clouds getting closer... You see the the actual water on the surface is beginning to get choppier and choppier. Low tide seems to be departing. You can see what looks like rain, like heavy rain coming in your direction. The the meditating, the elf that you saw here that was meditating at dawn, you see they've already they've already climbed onto their onto their boat at this point and has begun to journey back. Let us head back. I do not fare well on the water. I don't think any of us want to spend more time on bodies of water than we need to. <laughs> okay. Arrhenia will assist in rowing or whatever is needed to get us back to shore. Okay. Uh, do you, does anyone do anything else before we leave? <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> 
Does anyone do anything else here before you depart? Don't think uh, so. Okay. I'll say this. When you when you don your armor, Floy, and you kind of strap it back on as best you can, very light, you can tell that off to the east, over land, you can see the sun coming up over the far distant edge of the Blue Mountains. And off to the west, it's black storms, mostly to the southwest. The light kind of coming and sort of reflecting off of the surface. And all of you notice as Floyd kind of climbs into the boat, like almost a sort of blinding reflection every so often off of the, those are the scales of Mithril. And it is a, it is remarkable the difference between what he wore before, which looked like the tarnished bit of armor found in a swamp that you would expect it to be. And now you see this almost pristine, pristine piece of mithril, that kind of violet amethyst clasp at the top is now complemented so much more nicely by this like white silver scales. You also notice kind of swirling around you in the water. You can see what looks like these big old schools of fish that kind of flicker up and come up every every so every so often to the surface as you begin to drift back, kind of dip back down. Once or twice, one kind of leaps up out of the water and splashes back in. And each time, like when they splash, you hear that sound of kind of distant thunder, like almost perfectly timed with it. So... Eventually, you, you make it back to Forland, and you, you beat the storm. Um, Arrhenio, you said that you are, you're kind of working on the oars and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard to trust the wind as easily in a storm like this, so you're being a little bit more careful. Uh, who would, I would say probably Floy would probably be another good help for that too. So I'll say Gilly and Sorendir. Go ahead and roll some awareness tests here. As you hey, try to keep, at those. Yeah, try to keep an eye on that boat that kind of travels around here. Uh I, I'm not good at those, apparently. I I got three pips and I still only rolled a twelve. Which which are thirteen? Yeah, okay. Twelve under fourteen. Uh really? basic success. Okay. Uh, Gilly, you watch as the ship does not seem to be following you. You lose it a few times as it Mm -hmm. seems to kind of get overtaken by this wall of rain. And then as you guys are starting to travel closer and closer to the, to the actual docks of, uh, of Forlon, that's at the base of those tall granite cliffs. The waves are starting to get taller and taller, kind of tossing you guys around. It's not the most comfortable travel back. Soren Deer, I'd imagine maybe that's part of the reason you couldn't see anything is some some moments of, of sickness might be overtaking you. But my head was between my knees. <laughs> but <laughs> Gilly, you do notice that it doesn't follow. And you the last sight you catch of it is it kind of veering off a little bit more eastward of you. Like it's actually going further inward into the gulf. Uh, as opposed to it's actually being fairly bold. Uh, and I'll say the other thing you notice as you're coming in 
is there are other boats on the water, but most seem to be kind of moving back to shore with the onset of the storm. But you do notice that there's actually one that's just drifting. The, the, the sails are down, and it's maybe a good 200, 300 yards away from you. You can see, Gilly, because you, you have those keen eyes, mm-hmm. you can see that there's these two elves that are just kind of sitting in there. And they're like they're just kind of looking off in the distance. Like one of them's looking off to the west, one of them's looking off to the south. They're just they look completely and utterly unperturbed. Um, but you can tell that the boat is kind of sloshing around, and more than once it looks like they almost get thrown from it. But they don't seem to be doing anything about it. They're not rowing in the way the rest are. Uh, Gilly will will point both things that she sees out, and she'll turn and be like. Will they will they be okay? They're not they're not coming in. And again, Andrim has kind of a concerned look on his face as you kind of look out and you can see he's trying to like peer and see if he kind of understands. And he's like, something appears to be wrong. Would you mind, please, if we could steer the ship ever so slightly, Ranger? I think we should help them. Rania will look over at Floyd and kind of nod the change in direction. So you you turn the boat. Like you kind of steer around. You do this kind of long swooping turn. And now you're kind of going against the current as you're trying to travel towards them. So it's going to be harder and kind of harder. Uh, Floyd or Rania, um... I'll say, Floyd, why don't you make the roll and take an assist die from a renewal, take a bonus die from her. Uh, just do, like, an athletics test. Okay, I've got three pips. Uh, great success. Yay! Okay. The two of you managed... With, with great speed, surprising speed, actually, in the face of, like, the heavy currents. You're starting to feel the rain fall on you at this point. Um, it's not the heavy parts yet, but it's the precursor to the storm getting closer and closer. You're seeing, like, some foam on some of the, the waves that are beginning to break as you get closer to the, to the shore. And as you get to the vessel, you guys are both sloshing around. Both boats are sloshing around. But much like the, the elf that you saw uh, on the sandbar when you were doing your ritual... They almost seem to be in kind of this meditative state. They're 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 sitting, what seems to be cross-legged, on you know in their inside their boat, which is you can tell is gaining water as waves are kind of sloshing over top of it, um, and you can see that they're just they're just kind of looking off, and they have this listless feel to them. They're just, they almost seem like they're in a trance of some kind. Uh, Arunia will look back at our kind of off companion and say, are, are, are they here intentionally? Many come out into the water to... It is our way. We have built ships. We test ships. And other times... Other times we just like to be closer. And so you hear him call out. It's just like, Lingwindil, Thunbin, can you hear me? It is Amdurim. 
Are you there? You are causing us worry. And he kind of calls this out. And again, you hear like the crash of thunder and stuff. They don't respond at all. Um, Gilly's going to take her rope and hook and she's going to throw the hook end into the boat. Into the boat. Mm, I like it. Uh, sure. Go ahead and uh, why don't you just roll a, uh, I don't know, athletics maybe? Okay. Yeah, let's do athletics. That sounds good. Don't forget to take your, if you, this is one of your, um, your items, right? Your. Yes. Oh, I get an extra D6. Exactly. Don't forget about the the bonus die. And when you're a member to call out, say what your target, uh, let's just try to get into the habit of saying what your target number is and what you've rolled. Okay. So. So I rolled a 24, I got a six and I needed a 16. Okay. So you watch as like. Like a cowboy in the old rush, you just kind of you <laughs> swirl it around for a second and then hurl it across. And it kind of wraps perfectly around like this small mast in the center of the boat where you would imagine they would normally put a sail. But a sail, again, isn't unfurled currently. And you have it mm-hmm. kind of wrapped around. You can kind of tie it around uh, you know, a portion of your boat or somebody else can grab it as well. But you are now tied to the other boat. But you're both kind of, slo- again, you're sloshing around. Should we should we pull them aboard ours or drag drag their boat behind ours? Aridia will look over to Floyd and just kind of see if we are strong enough to like man the oars with a boat in tug. Yeah, if we can tell them, we can tell them. But if not, I'll be the first to climb over. Do you want to climb over? You, you tell me. I mean, you're not you're yeah. not going to know until you try. But if you wanna if you wanna climb over, you're welcome to to hop on over. Yeah, I'm gonna just get a climb over, hop on there. Yep. Ship. Roll an athletics test, and you could I would say take a bonus die as Gilly has already kind of thrown the line and kind of tied them together, making it a little bit easier for you. Okay, I'm gonna need a fourteen. Perfect. There we go. Another great success. Okay, buddy. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to drive it home. Do you, do you also take fatigue on this too? <laughs> I mean, I could. I don't have the feet. So there's an extra bit of lightness to you. Like you feel lighter, in fact, actually. Like maybe it's just a trick of the mind. You're not sure. But you kind of climb up on top of the railing of your own boat, kind of balance yourself. And then just with this two-legged leap, you just leap across and you land right in the middle of their boat between the two of them. You see the, the, the grappling hook Gilly has thrown is, is wrapped tightly, no problems there. You can see that there's, in the boat itself, they seem to have, you know, there's a couple tools here and there, things like that, but they don't really seem to be, you know, you're not really, you're not, it's hard to kind of tell what they're what exactly they're doing. Um, but you can see they have no wounds on them of any kind. You can see that their eyes are kind of, they're open. Like you can see their eyes are open. They're just kind of staring off in this sort of, Sort of conf- like element of confusion. Yeah, I'll reach out to them like friends. Are you right? Um, roll a uh, yeah, roll a. I don't know. We can roll a social test, so courtesy, awe, whatever you feel like. I'm fine with either. I prefer an all. Yeah, go ahead. That's why I figured. That's why I gave you the option. Okay. He's got the new shiny armor. 14, I roll a 14. Exactly. Okay. And they say, they like, 
one of them, they don't turn to you. They just kind of continue to look off. And one of them speaks. You're not sure which. You know their, their names, but you're not sure which one is which. One of them says, Why is there a dwarf in my dream? This is not a memory. I recall a dwarf on a boat. How curious. They kind of turn and they look at you. But you can tell like their eyes are kind of here and not there. Rain's beginning to come down a little bit heavier now. You can start to see that their hair, which is this kind of like auburn reddish color to it, is starting to get darkened now. And it's kind of becoming this brown. A dwarf in mithril on a boat. I am not familiar with this memory. I'll problem a bit more. Come on now. No time for antics. The storm's approaching. You prod them. Like, a dwarf. Pushing me. I have no memory of this. And then you see that they reach out and try to push you. So, I'm going to roll a little, di- a little thing here. Well, long. I feel bad for you. That's two sixes. Okay. Oh. You all watch as Long just goes up and just sort of prods and prods a bit, being very, you know, you can hear vaguely. You're not that far away, obviously, but the, th- the sounds of the thunder and the rain coming down are making it a little bit more difficult. But you watch as, like, as Floyd kind of prods him a little bit. The elf, like, almost confused, like, doesn't know their own strength, just sort of reaches out at one point and pushes, and you see Floyd just stumble back. Uh, Floyd, make, a, make an athletics test to see if you if you can keep from falling into the water. I got 12 out of 14, I feel. Okay. You all watch as Floyd falls back over the water, splashes into it, and is thrashing around at this point. Arineal's just going to sigh. Arineal's just going to sigh and be like, oh, I can't fly out of the water again. I'm not even dry from the last time. <laughs> She's just going <laughs> to dive in. All right, so you dive into the water uh, and get Floyd. What are you doing? Gilly- I'd like to thrust the half of my spear into uh, uh, reached out for him to grab. Okay. So Arineal hops into the water. Sorinder, you thrust the, the great spear down. Gilly, what are you doing? She's like scolding them. Why are you pushing someone in the water? That's rude. One of them looks over towards you. Not the one that pushed Floyd. Just kind of looks yeah. over. I... Are you okay? I, I do not recall seeing... A hobbit here. You can tell they're not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like they're yeah, not yeah, okay. yeah. What do you guys want to do? Uh, well, Arineal is gathering Floy into the water. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'll say between, between Sorendir putting the, the, the spear in and between Arineal hopping in, you grab Floy, kind of help him up. Floy, you grab the spear and kind of get pulled up. It's it's just, There's enough enough attention is being paid to this. We don't have to over, over roll here. Uh, and you kind of get Floy back into your own boat. But these two are still kind of there and they just seem in utter confusion. At this point, the waves are even choppier. Yeah. You hear a heavy strike and you watch as like a bit of lightning just drifts, you know, just shoots right down, not too far from where you are, like right into the water itself. 
the rain is coming down even heavier now. All of you are completely drenched. You can see that like Amdurim is kind of pulling the, the like your own sail down at this point and trying to get the mast down while you all are taking care of this. Floyd, they're in, they're Floyd, in trance. Late, later, I'll have a discussion with you about how easily they just pushed you into the water. But I think for now, perhaps we should focus on just rowing to shore and we'll take care of them once we've arrived safely. So Arineal is just going to grab an oar and just... Yeah. Okay. Because you're towed in. Gilly's yeah. thing is... Uh, Gilly's yeah. grappling hook is mm-hmm. tied up just fine. Mm-hmm. We'll say you, you kind of tie it tie it off on your end as well. Yeah. And Gilly's uh, like watching it to make sure it doesn't come loose. Yeah. Um, I'll say... Arineal, go ahead and roll an... Uh, actually, why don't both Floy and Arineal... Both of you make... We'll call it athletics tests. Um... You're going to take some fatigue as you're, you're you're towing this, and how well you do on your athletics test will will cancel out some of that fatigue. We'll say you both are going to take three fatigue. Arineal, this isn't a journey, so I man. know can actually take that fatigue. Got her. <laughs> <laughs> we do have extra d6s, just so everyone knows. I'm not going to use one on this, but um, just so everyone knows. Audience die dice is what she's referring to. That's seven, I failed. Okay. Uh, mine is, let me see. I am. Yeah, I succeeded. Okay. And I have, it was a great success. All right. So, uh, Arrhenia will take one, uh, Floyd take three as, uh, as you return, you make it back to the dock right as the worst, the storm hits. And you can see that people have start have battened down some of the, some of the boats, both intact and those that are being, uh, still in progress of being built. You see the shipyards have kind of have gone down. You see, there's still people kind of moving back up the granite. Uh, the granite cliffs. You can remember there was the etch, uh, etch staircases. They're very wide. They're not too treacherous. There's no like you know handrails or anything like that. But they're slippery. Amdrim, like turns to you, Sorendir, and just please help, help me with them. Of course. She, so like you, you and him kind of step into their boat and kind of lift them up. And they, again, they're seeming kind of reach their hand out and kind of. Along your face, like you have a familiar face. I think I know you, and you're not. You know everything's so wet at this point. You can tell that they're they're confused, and you all hurry off the docks, up the steps. Amdrim kind of leads you to a home. We have a quickly. We'll bring bring them to a healer, and then we return to your your quarters and change out of this these wet clothes and we'll say that happens and they you get up the you get up the steps you find this this other home this other building with a kind of a domed uh a domed kind of white like slightly off-white with this patinaed rim of uh of metal around it which is kind of the style of every single building within this area you drop them off um Amdurum says no return i will I will seek you out later and once I know more about what ails them. Thank you for your help, Sorandir, and for your friends. I, I appreciate the aid. These two seem very troubled. They are not the, the first who have had such incidents of late. I thought perhaps it there... was... Yes, go. There have been yes. more? 
There have been strange circumstances of late, yes. You've had elves that have found themselves lost within their own city. We have had others who felt that they were asleep, but they were awake, and others the inverse. And I've already mentioned how Meathel has seen horrible images and has reproduced them in sculpture. Something has been plaguing us. The Lady Otoros. We presumed it was merely a foreboding of your arrival. But with the cleanse, I am now not sure. No matter. Do not think of it too long. We will tend to it. And you tend to your friend, Sorum, dear. Thank you. Thank you. Arunia wants to look back and see um, if we can still see kind of the the dark-sailed boat at all. You lost that at a certain point. Gilly saw yeah. it one last time. When she rolled the awareness test, that was the last time she saw it kind of curving off into the eastward into the gulf. Yeah, heading further in. I mean, the the... The storm is so heavy uh, okay. that you would imagine they have to be having trouble. Okay. So we'll say you all return to the quarters that you were given. And you're able, again, there's there's clothes for you. You're able to get out of the wetness. There's still refreshments here and there. Fruits and grains and, and drink. And we'll say by the time you're settled again, Storm is still going through. Uh, you have the time to yourselves. Uh, it's probably midday, even though looking out one of these windows wouldn't suggest it. It is dark as can be, and the rain is just pouring down. What would you like to do? Uh, at some point, Sorendir would like to try and catch Floy alone. Go for it. Floyd, I... I do not have the correct words, but what you did today was admirable. It showed true strength of character. I appreciate that. It's only expected... If I can rely on you, I definitely could see the same. I I may have been harsh with you sometimes, but I think, well, I think today was good. Agreed. Our ancestors will be proud. And I'll give him like an awkward pat on the shoulder before walking away. 
what what do you do in this gloomy city? All it does is rain. Oh, uh, we're still talking. Um, oh, yes, I. Well, there's checkers. Bust out a checker just at the dining table. Did we just establish as canon that in the Tolkien <laughs> yep, universe, yep. elves play checkers? Okay, sure. <laughs> okay. All right. What else do you do on a rainy day? I appreciate the, oh, we're still talking. <laughs> I like to imagine they're just like awkwardly standing next to each other, but Sorendir's totally cool with the conversation being over. So <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, what we had a different game where I think it was Adam's character was just like end conversation. That's how we would end the conversation every time. It's very funny. All right, so we'll say the storm runs its course. Um, you play your game of checkers, whatever it might be. Best of three, and uh, my we'll say mid afternoon. The storm has has passed over. The street is wet. You hear the sounds of like gutters cleaning, dripping here and there. The, there's a glist, like the sun begins to glisten off of the the rain soaked buildings once more, uh, and is light out again. Uh, you can see that the the storm clouds are now heading eastward, and they're about to break against uh, the blue mountains off to the east. And at a certain point. Um, you all receive a visitor, and it is once more, it is Amdrim. And he comes to you, and he says, Sorendir, please come with me. The rest of you, if you wish, you may come as well, but but Sorendir, there is a there's a message that I believe you might want to hear. And again, you, you haven't seen his smirk in some time. He's got this kind of grim look on his face. It looks like every other elf now. I'm rubbing off on him. Yeah, I'll go with. <laughs> okay. So, would you roll like us again. to follow or would you like to do this? Gilly's calling. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, Sorendir won't actually answer Arrhenial. Okay. He just goes. Gilly starts to follow. Arrhenial hanging go. back. All right. Floy, you're like two moves from beating Sorendir finally. Like you've been get- getting beat all day and finally you're about to win, but Sorendir up and leaves. I finished those moves. that's that's a win counting that (laughs) so all of you one by one trudging through uh the rain soaked streets you can see people are on the the streets once more people are kind of cleaning up some of their workspaces uh you're led back to the same place uh, that same main hall where the council chamber you had your council with the lady of forland and you're brought inside into it's the same general area, but not this kind of the big grandiose main hall. But when you when you get into this antechamber, you can see the Lady Artolos is there, not in this sort of the regal attire. She doesn't have that that kind of headdress that she was wearing during her uh, during the council. Uh, and you see Amdrim, and you notice one other person in here, covered in rain. You know, covered in like just completely wet. You can see that they have a cut or two, but nothing terrible. And they are wearing the same guard attire 
that Balavan and all of the other city guards of Forlond were wearing. And you catch them mid-conversation, and the gist is that the, the guard seems to be explaining to the Lady Forlond that um, Balavan remained behind with several of the others. He sent me to sent me here to inform the city. There were... We found a colony of goblins along the coast closer to Forlorn than ever before. What, how they made it here and how they right under our noses journeyed far from from the forests that they use for cover. It is it is concerning but Balavan and the others chased several into the caves and he bid me to send back word they would be back by nightfall. There's nothing to concern yourselves with Lady Forlan. And you can see that that doesn't <laughs> seem to be the case. Like Lady Forlan, you can tell she has this kind of dark look on her face. My lady, if I if I may, we, we must send a messenger tell him to return. He He cannot face a colony on his own. She, she kind of like cocks her head and turns towards you. The guard looks and sees you. And you can tell this is one of Balavan's men. And you can tell immediately is predisposed to dislike you. And so he gets very prideful at that moment. Do not presume to know what Balavan can or cannot handle. He, he has been dutiful all these years that you have wandered about here. Ignoring your people, he has defended us and defended more her people as well, as he kind of nods toward the Rineal. If anyone, it is this Balavan and the others. Do not presume. I, 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 I mean no offense. I just, I wish for him to be able to continue to protect the people. Tolos kind of like turns to the, the guy who was calling he's like, and she's like, and Dinar, please do not feel as though you have to defend Balavan's honor here. Pride does not become you or him. And he like kind of looks almost shamefully. Yes. Yes, my lady. He kind of turns to you and kind of gives you a nod. And you can tell it's like the extent that he's willing to apologize for an outburst in front of them. They are several miles up the coast. They, we found them late in the eve yesterday. A few trickling about in the, in the darkness. We followed them. We found entranceways into their colony in the caves. We thought it perhaps was just a handful. Then, at first light, Balavan and the others strove inside, and he sent me here. I can take others back. We can rout them, or more likely we will arrive as Balavan and the others emerge victorious from the caves. see like Artolos is just sort of 
got this sort of almost not quite a crinkle in her forehead, obviously, but you can tell her her like eyebrows are kind of weighing heavily. And she if says, you're taking others, then take us. And you can see she's like my new dwarf friend. It has been a dark morning and a dark day. I fear there is something foul on the air today. I cannot see Malavan or the others. Something is amiss. There is some treachery afoot. Can you not feel it on the air, Sorendir? I have felt the shadow for some time now. It has grown strong in the lands as I've wandered. Yes. Yes. Perhaps it is we who have become recluses here in Forland who have abandoned our duty. Not you. And the guy you know, is kind of standing like Hendon. It looks like he's about to say something, but he wisely shuts up. Hendon, please. Go ahead. Have you heard of the fires of light of Karndun? She kind of looks at you. Now, she's very old. Yeah. I have... As Sorendir has stated, felt the shadow growing, but it is um, a fleeting feeling, one that I cannot pinpoint on any one particular action. Karndum, however, was destroyed long ago, raised and driven into the icy wasteland on which Ingmar stood. For its fires to be relit means the fortress is once again occupied. Angmar is many leagues from here, and this is not. Well, I would say it is not related, but all shadows are connected in some fashion. Hendenar, oh. please. We must please. focus on the shadow that is most pressing. Yes. We cannot delay with, with their lives at stake. I agree, Sarandir. There is wisdom. Not rashness in your speech. Hendenar, please. Take a moment. Refresh yourself and then bring our new allies. They have had more experience of late. And they seem to not be the idle sort. Sorandir is just so perplexed by this 
uh, change of events. He expected that Ortolos would not appreciate anything he has to say. Uh, for her to be like favoring him, so to speak, he he just looks very confused right now. Yeah, and you can tell like it's not sitting well with Hendinar, like the the other guard either. He you can tell like he's you doing what she says, but like you can tell there's a there's like a a fixed jaw or a touch of anger seems to be kind of welling up. But at the same time, he says, yes, my lady. He turns to the four of you. Meet me at the eastern, at the eastern gates. Within the hour, we'll go. He kind of turns on a, on a heel and off he goes. Arunil will turn back to uh, Artolos and say, and if all is well, there will be more of us to celebrate his victories. But if not, we will do our best. If you would be so kind as to give me a moment with Soren, dear, I am sure you have much to prepare for your journeys. Irenia will sort of Pat Sorendir on the shoulder, kind of as earlier when things were stressful, and leave the room. I'll grab your pack, and then kill you. In stark contrast to a few moments when Amdurin came to get us, and Sorendir was just like, "Okay, see you guys." Now he's kind of looking like at Arenial, like, "Don't leave. I I can't be alone." Once everyone clears out of this room, it's an antechamber. It's 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 not this grandiose hall. It, it's not intended to be intimidating, but somehow the smaller quarters, the regalness of the Lady of Forland, nonetheless, kind of conveys like a level of intimidation, probably not intentional. But she turns to you with with what you can see is a very serious look on her face, and she says. Is what the little one says true? Is there activity in Dangmar? I know that shadows stir, but I do not know what drives them, nor how organized they may be. But yes, there are fires burning again. There there are many elves within this city who fought the war with Angmar many years ago. As you well know, some, some have journeyed west, some fell in the battle, others carry the foul memories, the fields of slaughter, the gates of Fornost, the Dark Rider. And now many seem to be languishing in those memories, confused, mistaking past for present. I may not have been at the battle, 
but I also have felt the echoes mixed with the present while at the fields. Perhaps I, I, in my wandering, I have, I, I, I find myself drawn to Fornost and I have had dreams there of the battle that I did not see with hill folk on the other side. And I know they could not have been there. There are many who turned against the light in that time. The forces of Angmar swayed. Even the decent folk. Rudauerfell. We scattered. Those folk to the winds. And left their home. A vague shadow of what it once was. Perhaps then there is a connection between the rise of the fires of Kondum and that which has befallen my people of late. It is those who have fought in those wars that have been suffering this is the only, only link between them. Hmm. I must think on this more. For now, you have a more pressing task, I believe. My lady, I, I know it is my, not my place, but I urge you. Request that Palavan withdraw. Well, it will be you who delivers that message then, will it not? Old memories come back to roost now, do they? You have to face him still. We have forgiven you. Have you forgiven yourself? Only then, perhaps, will you rekindle a friendship that is broken. Whether that friendship is rekindled or not, I do not wish for him to die at the hands of a goblin. It would be a very dark day if a goblin could take down an elf of Linden, would it not? There have been many dark days of late. And then you can see she just sort of turns her head to the side, kind of eastward. I fear there are far darker days to come. Stay with your party. I fear they have a large part to play. And they will need 
one worldly as you to help guide them to wisdom. Thank you, my lady. Go now. Meet Henendar at the gates. Find Balavan. Clear out the colony and return with my guard. Thank you very much. As you wish. I'll turn to go. Okay. You go out the gate. I think Sornir's pissed his pants right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's very late. I probably should have left uh, him my journal so she could go over my notes if she had questions about anything about our adventures. Because I know Aaron Pond, I don't know if he really listens very often. <laughs> I, if, if, if all goes well, we may have an opportunity for you to share that with her yourself. Uh, all will go well. Uh, we are, everything's well. Floy's armor is no longer haunted, cursed. We'll be great. We'll be fine. I am glad for the good tiding of the day. And I hope that follows us. You know what I'm not looking forward to? How awkward it's going to be between Sorndir and Balavan. This is... Do you think they dated? I don't... And... (laughs) (laughs) A radio. (laughs) Well, I, there is, there is much emotion there, regardless of what the details were. I haven't dated anyone yet, so I just wanted to be sure, because if it was a breakup situation, awkward. It's at that point that Sorndir shows up hearing the tail end of this conversation. What is awkward? Um, have you dated Balavan? I immediately go bright red. You've never seen an elf red before. <laughs> we need to leave. Okay. I just wanted to know if we were dealing with like an awkward breakup situation as Gilly hands you your pack. You hear the clearing of a throat in a very stern and now dried off Hindenar, the other elf, is staring at you. Oh, hello, Hindenar. Pleasure to meet you. My name is Gilly Kettlegrass. we done gossiping can we go aid my friends now yes please and off they go and you all kind of linger and follow okay before this uh how many sorry before this starts how many prolonged rests did we have about uh i mean you had one last night because you slept yeah. uh i would say you probably haven't had one today but you had one the night before uh, and so that was the day you, aro- you arrived. You arrived. You got here yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. you 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 got here yesterday early in the day. Uh, you had the council. Then you had the, the evening feast. Mm-hmm. You went to bed, woke up, did the ritual, came back, and it's now nearing dusk when you're, when you're leaving. So you just had one. Okay. So you just had the one. But yeah, that's a good point if anybody wants to take that. Okay. So, you all follow Hendenal out of out of the eastern gates, and you start traveling up the eastern coast. Uh, and like he like he said, it's it's several miles. Uh, and by the time you kind of get in the area, 
the sun has gone down and it is dark. Uh, does anyone, I mean, I think, I think Gilly, you got the lantern. You're usually on lantern duty, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me put some, uh, creepier music on or something like that. Okay. Eventually mm-hmm. he leads you and, and, and remember too, that the coast it's, it's, it's high up. These are high granite cliffs, hundred plus feet above this, uh, above the, the coastline below. You can see the water kind of extend out into the darkness uh, to the south. And it remains quite high. It gets a little rocky here and there. Uh, it's not, it was, it's almost perfectly flat near Forlond and immediately outside Forlond. But then as you start to venture further and further away, you start to notice more chunks of kind of these irregular chunks of granite. You're not sure if maybe they're just kind of gaining some of the equipment, you know, some of the, the granite from nearby for, for their crafts purposes, or if it's just naturally this way. Eventually, you come you come to this, uh, this sort of southern edge of the cliff. When you look out, you don't really, you, again, you don't see anything. It's just darkness. There's no sky. Like the sky overhead is covered in, in, in clouds, barely any light, moonlight, starlight coming down. And so all you really have is the glow, that orange glow of Gilly's, Gilly's lantern. And you hear the voice of Hendenar as you approach this, this large kind of undulating outcropping of like white and gray rock. And he says, There, we saw the goblins to the north a bit from here. We tracked them. They were unaware that we followed them. We tracked them to here. We saw them scramble down the southern edge of the cliff. There are entrances. I hope none of you are opposed to climbing. There are several on the walls of the cliff face. Balavan and a few of the others lingered and waited until nightfall. We're going to enter and scout further inward, see just how large of a contingent there were. This close to Forland, I doubt it was more than a few stragglers. But I also admit it has been some time and we saw no signs of Balavan and the others en route. Something has gone amiss. Are you ready to climb down and enter? Of course. Let's make haste. Okay. So, um, we're going to do like a, sort of like a delve skill endeavor thing. So as we kind of progress deeper into the cliffs and things like that. So we're going to start here. Um, and then as we go, as you all kind of contribute to the endeavor as we're climbing down and then spelunking through the caves and searching around stuff, you know, what will pop up. So you guys are on top of the cliffs, this undulating kind of granite rock. Who wants to sort of begin the climb down? Who wants to start that off? I would say Arineo can go first. Um, she does lots of climbing. Pretty good with the athletic stuff. Okay. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and roll athletics. Okay. All right. So I am aiming for 
13, and this is favored. And that is, let me math here. <laughs> uh, yes, that is a pass and no additional successes. Okay, no additional successes, but you got the one success. So you watch as probably somebody affix a rope. Arinal, you start climbing down. You see about 15 to 20 feet down the side as Gilly you know, holds the lantern a little bit out over the edge. And some of the orange-yellow orange, orange -yellow glow goes over top of that white granite. And you start to climb down. It's jagged, so it's not a very difficult climb. Uh, but nonetheless, you've got the ropes to ensure. Plenty of places up here to kind of tie it off. And you you climb down until you get what looks to a, a decently sized opening in the cliff. Now, when I say decently sized, I don't necessarily mean you can stand up upright. You're mm -hmm. more because of how tall you are, Arineal, and, and so under your heavy issue as well is you'll probably be crouching down. But you're able. They're going to swing your way in, set your feet, and immediately you're bombarded with this like foul kind of fish spell that just whoa, like dried old fish just you don't see any signs of, of of what is sort of producing that smell but the stench is coming from deeper in the cave that you land in is, is as far as you can tell like the opening is maybe about five feet wide and maybe about four feet tall so you're kind of crouching down kind of crab walking so to speak and eventually you see it kind of weaves deeper into the into the cliff wall, kind of disappears into darkness. But you can hear the sounds of like things dripping. You can hear the sounds of you know a, a kind of a, a distant clutter. You know, some something something kind of cack, you know crackling against here and there. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's that that horrible waft of uh, like the breeze that washes up towards you and just. To the point where you have to cover your mouth. Uh, and I'll presume the rest of you climb down. Uh, and with uh, with the sort of trailblaze, it's no issue. All of you get down. You're in this... They're in this opening of the cave. You see darkness up ahead. You see the tunnel kind of weaving, kind of undulating deeper into the, into the cliff face. Who's next? Uh, if possible... Could I, uh, after we're all in, uh, take point and kind of stealth ahead? Uh, yeah. I, I probably still need Gilly's light, but if she stays further in the back, it won't be as obvious with me in front. I, I can kind of navigate ahead for any sort of uh, hazard that might come up. Okay, sure. Uh, so go ahead, and I'm assuming you're looking to roll your your, your sneak stealth. Yeah. You want to use your cloak, I'm assuming. Yeah, you know me so well. Roll stealth, add you get your bonus die. Must be nice to have a cloak that you like. It's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, they don't make them like they used to, is all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, that is a 10, 14, 20 with a 6, so that is a great success. Uh, 20 over 14. 20 over 14. And you said you got two successes? Or you Perfect. Got Okay, you got you got a bonus dice. That's good. It's two more. Okay, all right. So you you get out in front, and you start moving very quietly, sticking to the shadows. Gilly is keeping pace with you, 
the, the tunnel here that you're in is undulating. It's not there's not a smooth floor to it. So you're con- like you're kind of having to kind of go on your side a little bit here and there. In some cases, like you're you're kind of going down. Some kind of reaching back up, weaving off to the side. You eventually, though, come to this, what looks like a a large opening, vertical, like this vertical sort of shaft that's about 30 feet across, maybe, you think, once Gilly catches up to you and shines the light. You can see that there almost seems like this winding path that's kind of going down, not not like a, not like a staircase, It's it, that's that's way too perfect but you see as you're watching these ledges here and there with your eyes sort of dear and even gilly with your keen eyes as well you can kind of see it from time to time now there are there's debris along the way that you've passed you've seen signs of of something you know the the remains of something that was recently eaten you see the signs of struggle here and there as well and as you look down, remember you're a couple hundred feet up in the cliffs here. As you look down, it's very, very dark. You only have maybe about 20 feet of decent light. Now there's also what looks like on like the, the what would be the eastern side of this, this huge shaft. You can see another one of these caves that you just kind of emerged from seems to be dug into the wall there as well. So from here, it looks like there's two routes that eastern cave or down this this deep shaft who would like to take the lead next do something you don't necessarily have to move forward just do something I'll throw like a pebble down the shaft okay throw a pebble down the shaft the will of a took you don't hear I mean, it's a pebble, so you don't actually hear it hit anything. That's how. It, so, you, so it gives you the sense that it's it's definitely deeper than like the twenty to twenty five feet of light that Gilly's lantern gives you. I don't think this is a full on skill test right here. <laughs> it's just you throw the pebble. I usually I'll just jump down these things, but maybe we take the cave. So I'll just lead Come us on, to the cave. Cannonball down this thing. Come on, man. That's not the long I know. What? Is it slanted or is it like straight down? It's pretty vertical. Yeah. I mean, the walls are jagged, but it's pretty vertical. It's climbable. It would be, it would be tenuous, but it's climbable. And it goes and again, you didn't hear the rock hit anything. Hmm. Are you, are you guys adverse for a little climbing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're... Sounds good. I start climbing down. <laughs> okay. Ask the question, ignore the answer, move forward. Cool. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, it should just be an athletics test then, unless there's something else you're doing. No, nah, that's all I got. Okay, go ahead and roll. Athletics. Need a 14. Mm-hmm. Got a 6. Okay. Uh, for you, so you failed. Uh, yeah. Oh no! Okay. You watch as uh, as Floy begins climbing down, and there's these again. There are all those little ledges here, and then it almost looks like footsteps, you know, like or like a like little landings, 
big enough just for like one person to stand on, right? She gets five feet down, ten feet down, kind of hops over towards one, and you see it break off the wall, and Floyd disappears into shadow as he falls. What do the rest of you want to do? I'm not going to describe what happens to him until you guys tell me what you're doing. See you on the other side. Gilly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to do? Oh, I'm leading this? Anybody can do anything in any order. Okay. And again, it's a skill in there. I feel like we forgot what you're, how these work. <laughs> it's been just, a minute. How are you? Just, just you're rolling a skill test of some kind to progress this delve into these this place. Like whether um, you're, you're you're traversing it, whether you're searching for something, whether you know whatever it might be. I think Gilly would attempt to follow, but she'll try and do like a lighter step than what Floyd did. Okay, maybe and try and be more sneaky on her way down. Okay, uh, Let's you tie are, a rope around Gilly. You yeah, are I did his, want uh, to tie a rope around her first before she. <laughs> we were worried about Floyd, but Gilly, we want to keep. I do think you should roll a valor test, though, Gilly, as you just shot. Oh saw. yeah. I think we're under. You guys are really underselling the fact that Floyd just disappeared. Just, he just yeah, rope I know. Fell that he just. Down. Why do you think I want to yes, rope on let's Gilly? Play this up a little bit more. Yeah. I don't, let's reset this scene for a second. Okay, <laughs> sure, let's do this sure. again. All right. Yes. If we were doing the podcast, we'd be like, let's pause for edit. No. Uh, so. <laughs> okay. So again, resetting the scene, roleplay accordingly. Floyd, you're climbing down. You're hopping from one of these ledge, small ledges to a ledge. And all of a sudden, you hop onto one. You feel the earth just rip from beneath your feet. The rock breaks off the side of the wall. And you fall into darkness. The rest of you watch this happen. Yeah, you guys hear as Gilly gasps and she like scrambles towards the edge as she's like she she's immediately gonna start heading down to try and, and save I him. grab her cloak before she gets over the edge. Stop. Okay. Where's your where's your rope? It's, it's in <laughs> she just she throws it over her shoulder back at you as she's str- like straining against Sorindir holding her back. Caution, Gilly. Caution. Gilly, uh, Gilly, roll a, a, a valor test as you just watched Floyd just fall. Oh, that's right. I do have a Wilhelm scream somewhere to all the Twitch. Oh, where is it? Oh, no. I don't think I have it. I don't think I have it uh, set up for, for wondering. Ah. Uh, ah. I think <laughs> I hit long. it. Uh, what's, my, how, what's my valor target number? <laughs> Sorry. My heart? Floyd is, Floy is yes. screaming. He's playing his yeah, horn as he goes down. I got a 16 uh, exactly. You have a 16 exactly. All right, take one point okay. of shadow. One point of shadow as fear overtakes you. As yeah. you, you feel was like... Was that just Gilly? Uh, yeah, I was only doing my, Gilly because... Um, fellowship, fellowship focus. focus. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry. All right, so then Gilly, you start to climb down, but you feel Sornir, like grab onto your cloak. Yeah. We, we don't we don't we don't know how deep that was what if he's injured i need to heal him exactly that's why we need we will to lower you down t- tie the rope first and then we will go soon after okay well hurry rope's oh, tied yes <laughs> okay gilly go ahead and roll athletics as you start to climb down okay 
that's not anticipating athletics. Climbing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, I wanted to sneak down, but athletics makes sense. You're not not sneaking down, you're climbing down. I have. We do have. If you like an audience. Do I get a bonus die because I'm tied? Uh, No, that just means you're not going to fall to your death the way Floyd did. Fair, okay. Um, I will take an audience dice. Wait, wait, wait. There's a word in there that I don't like hearing. Fall to your death. I just felt invincible with this new armor. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. I did roll. I did roll what happened to him. Good night, uh, Okay. Gilly, oh, no. you start to climb down. Or wait, 14. Oh, yeah, I failed. Okay. You start to climb down. And you can see Gilly is, you're, you're probably panicking a bit, right? You know, yeah. Like she's. We're she's not playing out the trauma of what we just saw pre- particularly well. None of us are doing a very good job of this right now. <laughs> uh, but you start to climb down and like you're rushing. Like you're, you're, like, you're trying to go. Sworn to your grabs you by your cloak. You're like, go, 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 go. And meanwhile, Arinio's like wrapping this rope around you before you try to climb. And then finally, like you just go, you break free from Sorndir's grasp. But you get like five, ten feet before like your hands just slip. Maybe it, they're, like, they're covered in sweat from nerves mm-hmm. and you just you just fall fall into darkness Arinial Sorindir you see the same thing um, I'm assuming you probably hand your lantern over to somebody else I don't think you're yeah, she dropped your, it. Like, climbing with your lantern necessarily and you dropped it falls all the way down and like eventually you just like a bungee cord just, but you don't come back up it just slams go ahead and take a mm-hmm. point of damage just from that because it's yeah. going to hurt um, but you do see a little further down so probably from the very top, you're thinking this is maybe like 50 feet in total. You see a ledge emerge on what would probably be the western side uh, of this of this deep kind of vertical shaft. And you see Floyd is... <clears throat> Floyd, take 11 points of damage. <gasps> oh my gosh. And Floyd is alive, but you can see him kind of moving. Maybe like momentarily blacked out. Uh, so as you didn't scream back, but as you look up, you can see, like, Floyd, the 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 very top of you know about fifty feet away, you can see the vague orange light of of Gilly's lantern. But then you see this other dangling shadow between you and it that's just hovering there, just maybe ten feet above you or so. And you put you piece it together that there is Gilly, just giant spider. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <Roll> on, <that> attack. <laughs> Throw my axe. Uh, but you see, like, Gilly just, like, swinging back and forth, slamming against the side uh, of the of this vertical shaft. Oh, Gilly, is that you? Are you, are you okay? Oh, thank God. I thought you were dead. Oh, Christ. It feels as, like I am. As you guys talk, you hear, thank God, thank God, thank God. I thought you were, I thought you, I thought you were dead, dead, dead. As your voice echoes down the shaft. Gilly, you see him? And you she kind of, yeah, and, and she kind of just, like, tugs on the rope. Because mm-hmm. once she realizes her voice is echoing, she's going to quiet down. Okay. So, Floyd, you look around, and you are on uh, you are on a landing, but the shaft continues downward. And again, as you look over the ledge, and Gilly, as you're hanging above her looking down, it's just darkness. You don't see the bottom of this thing yet. But you're on this ledge, Floyd, and you can see that a cave that's, again, eh, maybe about five feet tall or so extends 
out from that that thick ledge into the shaft itself. Like there's another kind of weaving path here. As you're looking, as the, the, the two of you are looking at the shaft that continues, it doesn't taper off or anything like that, but you do see like striations, like these vertical striations going down here and there. They're more than likely naturally flor- formed floy, you would think. Um, Arineal, Sorendir, and then uh, then uh, your, your, your elf friend, ally, whatever, up here. Uh, you see the two of them drop. You, you, you kind of hear Gilly, you hear Floy, you know they're okay. What is everyone doing at this point? And I don't want, I want to, I do want to remind you that you, you guys are on a ticking clock here. Yeah. I, I'm, would, I'm thinking, can I use Gilly's uh, lantern for like an explore? Yeah. What are you, what are you trying to accomplish? I'm trying to look for some some footholds along the way down to try to not to kind of fall. slide all the way down. Sure. Yeah, go ahead and roll it. Okay. I'll, I'll take the explore. It's fine. Okay. Uh, I will take an audience dice for this. Um, mm-hmm. Say so looking intently for kind of toehold, foothold types of things. Uh, I've got three. It is... Uh, favored for me. Uh, and that is a... Yes, that is definitely a success, but no additional successes. Okay. You guys are up to four successes. All right. So you, as you're, as you're kind of skirting around the edge of this, this ledge at the very top, um, you do find that as you, as you explore, there are some probably better handholds, footholds, Kind of climbing down on the opposite side on the northern rim of this uh, of this deep shaft, and I'll say with your explorer, we can say that you kind of climb down as well, and Sorendir and Herendar can can kind of continue as well, and eventually all of you can, thank you, yeah, all of you can find your way one after the other as you follow Orinial and kind of she navigates this this careful path, sturdy path. It takes some time. But eventually, you all kind of hop down, um, cut Gilly down. As she I was going to say, they you. come up, and I'm still Throw just hanging the there. <laughs> like, well, she's oh safe my. here. <laughs> what? Uh, and then, yeah, you guys will say you guys are all on that, that ledge, like halfway down the shaft. I think I'll waddle this time. I'll go down that cave. Okay. Uh, anybody, uh, I would say Floyd, Gilly, while all that's happening, I'll let you all roll awareness tests if you want, uh, while you're waiting for Reniel and Sorendir and Henrindar to come on down. Okay. I only have one pip. Oh, I got a Gandalf. That works. I also got a Gandalf. Oh, how coincidental. Wow. <laughs> yeah, sure you do. But sure. I didn't get any sixes. Okay. Uh, okay, so both of you got Gandalfs. Um, you hear echoing up from this, like your voice echoed down the shaft, mm-hmm. and you hear two sounds. One of them seems to be coming up from that deep, dark shaft. One of them seems to be coming from somewhere in that cave ledge that you're on. The one coming up from the shaft, you hear, <laughs> you hear like the sounds of goblins screaming, like yelling communicating to one another like ah! and then from the cave nearby you hear 
this clickering, clattering sound. Iridium will return to Floyd. Do you need do you need me to to manage you up or anything before we continue? No, I, I can manage. But I hear noises. I will follow them. Come. I'll lead us down the gate. Okay. Iridium will hand Gilly back her uh, lantern. So <laughs> So you continue to uh, so you continue, like, Floyd takes a lead. You start moving down. At a certain point, Floyd, you see the source of this clicking and clackering. You see what looks like these very large crabs that seem to be kind of nesting in the middle of this cave. And they're kind of picking something apart. They're probably about the size of, I would say, small dogs or cats or so. Um, and they have these huge pincers, and they're kind of ripping something apart in a renial as you get a little closer you kind of look over Floyd's shoulder oh the stench kind of comes back to you and you can see like they're they're there's like they're all ripping something apart and you you think that that might be part of the stench uh Ernie will um kind of quietly gesture to to Gilly um and just kind of put her hand up kind of indicating she needs Gilly's light to see this a little better yeah. Can we tell if it's like one of the um, guard? Uh, sure. Go ahead and I'll say whoever one of you can do this, obviously, uh, can go ahead and roll uh, awareness, I suppose, as you or no scan, excuse me, roll scan as you try to like from a distance lights up looking at whatever the crab these these fairly large crabs are doing. Swarandir is looking away. As in, I'm not rolling the scan, and someone else should. That's how I kill his best friend, feeding him to crabs. Oh gosh! <laughs> Did you want to roll, or style. do you want me to roll? Uh, I think you can probably roll it. I think you've got a lower target than I do. Metagamers. Oh, I do. Well, and well, my um, I have no my... metagaming in tokens, Middle Earth, man. No, I have my lantern that gives me a bonus dice. So I got a Gandalf, and Yay. I passed. Wow, what a what a streak! <laughs> Lied, liar, liar, liar. Okay. Just because I pause for math, and then I'm like, wait. You pause for like, oh shit, that's a bad roll. Okay, I got to make up a legitimate roll. Uh, 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 Gandalf, I got a Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it does not look like they're tearing apart an elf. Uh, it looks like they are, in fact, tearing apart what looks like some sort of small kind of critter. Uh, it's definitely f- meat fleshy, but you can see what, what sort of looks like like scales. It could, it, it likely could be maybe something. You don't think it's fish necessarily, but it be, could be some sort of like reptile that it's sort of ripping apart. And there's like this whole swarm of them there, and they're kind of blocking the path forward. <laughs> oh my god! I just happened to get a Gandalf and six. Six sixes on bonus die. Look at that. Our, uh, our dice luck will change at some point. Yeah. I was just cursed. So <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> All right. So we we have to do something about these. We can't high step our way over them. Well, yeah, if we well, want to go that way. While they're distracted, I'm just going to charge at them and hack them down. There's giant shellfish. Okay. Floy, you charge Floy. in. Okay. Floy charges in on these uh, on these things. 
Uh, Floyd, go ahead and uh, hang on. Let me. I'm gonna. I think I have. Did I make? I did make stuff. Yeah, I thought I did. I made little like a. Uh, that's a crab swarm token I just made right there. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Floyd, charge in. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll an attack, and then describe it. Tell me. Tell me what you rolled. So are ones or ones in this game? Or are they Sauron's? Ones or ones. Yeah. Just a one. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, Ashley thinks they're all Gandalf. No! <laughs> well, uh, I an, an eight. So I go charging in, axe over my head. I just hit a rock and fall tumbling <laughs> over. And you fall tumbling <laughs> over, and you kind of, there's a little bit of a decline, and you all watch as like Flora just, just kind of tumbles over, ass over t and he lands like right next to these crabs, like, and they all kind of start to swarm over top of him at that point. Uh, go ahead, and uh, as you land on top of them, uh, right in the middle, there's probably about you know six, seven of these things. Uh, they start to swarm over top of you, and they start. You can feel them, and you can feel like one of them's like cutting into your cheek. One of them's in your arm. Take four points of damage. As the rest of you oh look up ahead, as Floy is covered in these very large crabs, uh, I want to start the bashing them with the blunt side of my spear. That way, okay. I don't hurt Floy too much. Okay, he can roll take a bruiser too. Roll an attack. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh. Oh, uh, what'd you roll? You got a Gandalf. <laughs> it's not a Gandalf, but it's three successes, so it's close enough for me. Oh, three successes. Wow. So Yeah, just... I got a 13, 19, uh, 25. 25. And, I, and I needed a 14. Okay, and you have three three nice. successes, you said? Okay. Yes. So you come up, as this thing's swarming around Floyd, you just start hitting with the with the blunt side or like the flat side of your of your spear. And Floyd, you're just like, ow, ow, ow. But each time like you smash down, you manage to kind of take one of these off. And by the end of it, like there's still a couple remaining, but all the ones that were kind of had their pincers kind of clamped on to Floyd here and there have been uh, have been kind of either smashed bits or just sort of baseball swung and like knocked to the other side of the cave the pincers are still there it's the rest of the crap that's gone okay and it's just hanging like it's like an adornment <laughs> yeah, yeah. piercing okay uh all right there's still a couple left uh but i'll say between the two of you you're able to kind of like smash on them now and you're able to kind of get rid of them um you notice as you're here uh that there's like this this chunk of a creature you you're not entirely sure what it is. Again, it looks, it's scaly. You think it's like, it's, it's some sort of reptile. Um, you do notice that there's what looks like, strangely enough, on some of these crabs, uh, there's markings on them. They're, they're, they got this sort of orange-brown color to them, but you see a few of them have like these little marks on them in some ways. Take a closer right. look. Yeah, I will. Two markings. Yeah, uh, that was all the info I had. Uh, there were these strange markings out them. I just gave it to you. Okay, uh, <laughs> they're not like language or anything like that. It just looks like they're marked. Um, 
marked say, like cattle would be marked? Yeah, like brands. That's a fair that's okay, a fair comparison. Yeah. Okay. What's the brand shaped like? Uh it is shaped uh like a C uh with uh, a line through it, like it's a scent sign. A C balance. like an ocean? No, a C like the letter C. With a line through <laughs> it, but it's backwards. There's another one though that's shaped with like there's there's like one like pole sticking up in the middle, and then there's a couple small poles on either side. Middle finger looks shaped, like, yeah, that's what I was looks expecting. Like it's flicking you off, yeah. <laughs> All right, and you guys again here, kind of coming from the distance, you hear the sounds of like shouts and stuff. What would you guys like to do now? Let's move forward. Yep, move forward. Um, but. Everybody else started doing like a shuffle walk. Just see what okay. else we crab walk. All right. Uh, who's taking the lead? I can continue uh, the lead. Okay. Floy, you shake yourself off. You pull the piercing, throw them onto the ground. You be the waddle forth. The, the cave begins to wind a bit. It's very, you can tell like there's some. You know, it's like kind of grime and such on the inside of it. You have to duck every now and then. You see what looks like more signs of crabs here and there, but some of them are much smaller and they're kind of staying off to the side. They kind of they scurry off into these holes in the wall. The smell actually starts to get worse and worse as you swing down. At a certain point, you feel like you've probably traveled as you're kind of climbing down, winding down, hopping over like these rocks here and there. You guys watch as Floy hops over top of this one, this one kind of, you know, sea green colored uh, grimy rock. The lantern light is on it and he falls down to the side. And as you do, Floy, you hear a click and then and you watch as coming out of the side of, uh, of this wall some sort of long kind of branch what looks like these that's got these uh kind of sharpened stones like granite stones sticking out of the ends of one of them whoops out of the side of this this wall and just smashes right into you um let me roll an attack with it uh okay let's see 10 let's see 16 17 okay uh, all right, so I'm trying to remember something really quick. Poor Floyd, like just got this like mithril, like nice and shiny. Now it's like blood and more blood and dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, that so that 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 is going to to hit. Uh, in terms of damage, Floyd, though it's not that much actually. It's only three points. However, as you pull it, as you like kind of push these like these things out, you notice on the those two pierced like the the sharpened uh, the sharpened bits as you kind of push it out, you do notice that in addition to bits of your blood, there is some sort of like grimy discoloration on it. Um and you kind of Something's been smothered on the on the ends of these uh, on the ends of these uh, these spikes. 
Uh, this crude trap has got something on it. I feel fine now, but who knows what was it on it. You're just not being very careful today. You're just walking headlong into everything. Can Iridial try to do a, like, would a healing check on the material sort of almost be like a medicine check just to sure. check, yeah. like, if she knows uh, it's roll like a healing chest. poison or something? Okay. Yeah. All right. So that is three, and that is not favored. So let's see what we've got. That looks like a poor roll. So let's do some math here. Ten. That's, a, that's one Gandalf. That's two Gandalfs. Uh, that's three Gandalfs. Uh, that's 14 Gandalfs. Nope. Nope, that I needed a 14 and I rolled a 13. Uh, you're not sure if any of the poison got in or not. Uh, it's hard to tell, uh, but you can tell this is definitely the types of things that you've seen. Like you're, you're pretty, you guys are all pretty familiar with like goblins and dorks at this point, and many of them, especially like the archers and the range, like they, they, they put some sort of poison on their blades very often. So likely that's what's happening here. And Floyd has also faced poison before, <laughs> so this isn't the first time. Yeah. Floy, how does Floy look? He looks fine. Dirtied up. The little lopsided wobble, but I'm fine. Yeah, okay. covered in wounds, pincer wounds and things. I mean, he did take 11 points of damage when he fell, so mm -hmm. that's why I was kind of wondering. A little beaten up. <laughs> He's looking at the moment. Okay. He only takes that much damage when we fight a nameless horror. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... You guys haven't actually finished the skill endeavor yet. You're you're at five yeah. successes. You need you need one more, uh, and you can hear in the distance the sounds of of goblins yelling, getting louder. The stench is also getting more potent, and you feel like you've almost descended the entirety. Like you're, you can kind of almost hear the sounds of like the echoes of, of water, like like the lapping of water. Like you're almost down to the surface now. We need we need to be more careful. Okay. Um. I guess I'll stealth forward. Yeah, stealth is great. Yeah. Uh, can I have a D six, Mom? Yes, you can. No, she can't. Yes, yeah, she can. Jeff. Surprised <laughs> <laughs> she even asked. Twenty-two. Um, no sixes, but I did pass. Okay. Yay. You stealth forward. You get very sneaky, and you come around this bend. You actually notice a few more traps along the way too, but you're so small that you're able to kind of avoid some of them here and there. That looks like these crude, uh, these crude other like snap traps here and there. It looks like there's one where like if you hit something, a bunch of rocks will fall on top of you. Like all sorts of these little things. A few of them have already been sprung and haven't been reset. Others look like they're they're ready to go off. But eventually, you come and you come around this t this tight corridor, and it weaves. You start to step in water even at a certain point uh, as you dip down into it, and then you you look out and you see opening up, which is likely the bottom of the shaft. You look up, you can actually see the contours of one side of the of the that large vertical shaft. You see all sorts of different like rocks and things these that uh, that are kind of set up in a in kind of the middle of this huge cavern, this huge chamber 
and you see what looks like ropes and walkways kind of stringing along one side to the next, one chunk of rock to the next, one chunk of rock to the next. You see almost what looks like little kind of huts here and there. You see the whole chamber is standing on top of water, like the rocks, these large rocks that are coming up out of it are protruding out of water. And it looks like there is like a kind of this underground portion. And all of these different walkways seem to be connecting here and there. And you hear the sounds of people skittering, moving about, screaming to one another. And you see what looks like a not insignificant number of goblins moving about. As you're watching, you also notice that there are things swimming about in the water. And you can see that there's crabs and stuff that are crawling over some of these rocks as well. Uh, And there are a few lights scattered about here and there. Uh, You would imagine are probably just torch flames. So what would you like to do with that information, Gilly, as you have succeeded at completing the skill endeavor of finding this place? Um, they followed up with me, correct? Or are they still a little ways back in the tunnel, would you say? Floyd died from poison, uh, and the other two. <laughs> uh, I, 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 that's fine. They can, they can follow up, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Gilly would turn back. Uh, we need to find, find signs of, 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 of the guard. Um, do you guys have protocols of areas where you would go? Uh, if you aren't taken. Who are you asking? What, what are you asking? So, are you asking? I... Uh, what's his name? The the elf guy. Uh, Who's part of the guard? Balvin. No, Balvin no, is Hendenar. So, so Gilly's directing this at him. Like, do you guys have protocols to where if you're separated? Um, um, uh, I don't know how to answer that, actually. <laughs> Um, no okay like uh, I, I kind of want to answer it sarcastically like no we don't have protocols for what to do in case we're separated inside of a hidden goblin town um, yeah I, I, I don't know how to answer that no, in, in I feel like they should come up with those in case it happens who would have thought this happens it would be good I, guard, guard protocol so there are basically like um, I, I think we should there's a lot. If they're here already, we just gotta find the place with the most commotion. We so, are thinking. Yeah, well, I and like, that doesn't. I hate when people really. think. Think out loud. Yes. <laughs> think out loud. We need to have a secure exit before we engage with any of this. Otherwise uh, uh, we'd be stuck, trapped. I do a scan for nearby exits. Uh, Roll a scan test. We can't easily leave the way we came in. That climb would be too difficult while being pursued. (laughs) Especially if there's injured. Cast fireball, yeah. Derek's not here. Okay, the brownstone bomber is not amongst us. Twenty-three out of fifteen, great success. Oh gosh. Okay. A couple things. So you're looking around, Floyd. 
kind of watching some of like the walkways up above and you're watching the water and you can tell that there looks like there's actually a, a, a slight current and you watch like the water kind of lap up against what looks like the southern side of this huge cavern you think it's possible like you could swim down and under and maybe out as well you would you'd probably guess like like though like if you if you swim if you swam out the southern end you probably have to swim underneath some rock but that's definitely a way out for sure uh how circuitous of a path that is you're not sure until you you scout it but you can just tell from the way the water is moving that likely that is a path out the second thing you notice is as you look up you can see that there is a decent grouping of goblins and light you can see at a distance and there is you were you specifically said you're looking for a commotion this relatively central platform that's about 45 to 50 feet up and above kind of above those sort of centralized rocks where all like the different rafters and platforms are crudely being built upon you can see that there's quite a grouping there and you can hear like you're not sure if it's arguing or if it's cheering it's really hard to make out, uh, but that is definitely where the commotion's coming from. I pointed out there. We have to get up there. And I'll give you one last thing, uh, even though you only got great success. Just a great success, not an extraordinary success. Uh, there are, as you're watching the water, there are crabs, very large crabs in the water that you see swimming about. And you also see like there's like, it gets a very discolored water. And you can see that there are bodies down here. Many bodies. Some that are underneath the water. Some that are like just sort of impaled on what looks like a, a rocky spike. Um, as far as you can tell, they're goblin bodies, though. Definitely violence has occurred here recently. So then we'll just look for the path, like bridges, ladders. Trying to get up to a higher level. Sure. Uh, I mean, there's yeah. ways up. For sure. Okay. Are you going quickly? Are you going quietly? What's the what's the plan here? Probably get the least attention as possible. So quietly. Agreed. Avoiding All vision. Right. Everybody Agreed. roll a stealth test. And I... remember, if someone fails and if somebody else has extra successes, you can burn your successes to help them out. Yeah, I'm taking a... Uh... But I'm sure all of you are going to roll Gandalfs. And uh, I get my bonus die for my cloak, right? No, I, I, it's, it's weird. It just stands out from the raw. It's a completely <laughs> different color. So, it, like... I just... Yes. I have to ask to be safe. Of course. I failed. You got a 10 I failed. Actually, I have one more dice to roll because I did say that I took a of these dice. Oh, I got... I just got one single success. 14 out of 14. Still failed. Uh, 16 under 17. Okay, two fails. Floy, how did you do? I failed with 10. So you failed. Arrhenio failed. Gilly, how'd you do? Passed. I passed. Okay. Just one, one success. Just though. one. Sorendir, how'd you do? I got a 26 over 14, but it was just one success. No. Oh my oh. gosh. Seriously. Wow. Yeah, bummer. You all sort of semi, you like semi wade out to the middle of the, of this sort of underground lake area. You get, you kind of start climbing up on top of these rocks so you can come underneath the platform you're looking for some of these like ropes, these 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 ropes that are kind of dropping here and there, 
these crudely made ladders. It's definitely got like orc goblin construction to it. Mm-hmm. Everything, like as you're climbing on top of these rocks, you're seeing what looks like, you know, old corpses of things, discarded fish, you know, like like the kind of the almost cartoonish fish skeleton here and there. And it's just, oh, all of you uh, are just utterly, uh, utterly becoming very nauseated to the point where uh, why don't all of you, as you're moving on up, is there a, no, there's no indoor here. I was looking for like an indoor test. Nah, never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll bypass that. Okay. As you start to climb up, um, Sorendir, you're moving. Like you're kind of grabbing like one climbing up with your elf-like agility. Uh, you can see that your your elvish compatriot, uh, uh, Hendenar, is kind of coming with you as well. Uh, Gilly, you're moving through the shadows, kind of climbing up. And you all get up to one of the sub-platforms. You can see like these... They're not huts because there's no real ceilings here, but you can see that there's definitely cordoned off areas. Um, you can see that there's blood and kind of thrown all over the place. The signs of like arrows sticking out of some of the driftwood that's been used to craft this place here and there. There's this old netting and things that have been ripped apart. And Soren Deer, as you climb up and Endenar is right next to you. you. You look up towards that larger central platform where there's that big grouping and you see hanging upside down from what looks like the underside of some kind of stone uh, stone beam. There are three people dressed in the same guard gear that you saw Balavan and the other elves in. And there's at least a dozen or more goblins that seem to be like moving around. Some of them just sort of poking them. Uh, And you can see others are like just throwing rocks at them and stuff like that. Now, as you're staring at it and like you and Hendon are kind of exchange with luck, like you're kind of getting ready to leap into action. Gilly, you manage to sneak up behind them. Floy and Arineal climb up on top of the platform, like the sub platform. And as as they do, and you're like watching attentively, being very careful, it doesn't look like any goblins have noticed you. You suddenly hear a horrific crash as Floyd gets on top and kind of knocks over what looks like some sort of old waterlogged crate that probably fell over over you know overboard of a of a ship that passed through, and it kind of stumbles, 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 and you see it like bounce and then fall all the way down, scattering and smashing on the rock below. Arineal, you quickly try to scramble up, but in doing so, you break like a couple rungs on this crappy ladder, and it mm-hmm. kind of wrenches free from the platform and goes falling down as well. Flo, you grab her arm and manage to pull her up, but the cacophony of sounds is unmistakable. And as you're as you're watching the goblin Sorendir, you see suddenly all of the shouting suddenly stops. A few of the a few bodies come to the edge and they are looking down. They're probably about 15 or 20 feet above. You can see this crude walkway that goes and connects these two platforms. You can see one of them looks down and they're like, and they start hurling things down at you. Uh, Time to go into combat, everybody, I think. Jeff, I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) Can we just fade to black now? (laughs) All right. So, oh 
no. No, don't worry, I'm not going to do a map or anything. We're going to do this theater of mind, like, but I will put some tokens out to give you an idea. So I'm going to make... Oh no, right. there's, they're multiplying. I said there are a dozen <laughs> more. I'm, I'm, I'm going to yeah. do it representatively. I'm not going to do it yeah, like, yeah, yeah. crazily. Yeah. All right. So there are distinctly two different kinds of goblins that you see. You see some that are standing and they're hurling down like spears and rocks, raining them down on the people below. And then you see there's others uh, that begin to move with greater alacrity, Soren deer, than you thought the goblins had. And they're also seeming to be fairly tall. And then they come to the edge and look like they're about to go down the stairs. And you realize they're on the backs of these very enormous crabs. And they're carrying these spears they're like riding them as they're coming down into battle. Uh, oh. So we're gonna we're gonna do this, you know, theater of the mind. Uh, but you guys are on a platform. Uh, all all of you are on a platform. Sorendir, Gilly, and Hedendar haven't been seen yet. So you'll get you know you'll get a bonus. Uh, Floy and Arinial, you've been seen, and there are stuff raining down on top of you. You can see that there are a couple of these these goblins that seem to be riding these large crabs are starting to, to trample down that rickety staircase. And then there's a bunch of goblins that are just standing up on top of the platform where the elf guards are, are hanging down and they're raining down spears and rocks at you. So with that in mind, let's dig into this. Uh, we can do opening, opening volleys first. So if anybody wants to tell me what you're doing now. Uh, yes, I would like to uh, shoot my uh, bow. At okay. one of the, not one of the fast moving ones, because that seems harder. Okay. I always get, Australis always blames me for things. <laughs> I, I didn't choose anything. I throw out hooks and they decide whether they yes. want to take those hooks. It's really that simple. Yes, I, I don't know how you are... run games, but that's how I run games. I mean, okay. you do have a long who will jump into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have to do much. Like they are more than happy to to get themselves killed. Uh, okay, uh, I'm using the I'll goblin also... ambush music from Tim. Okay, so uh, Arinil, you're you're gonna you're gonna fire at what, Arinil? Uh I'm gonna fire at the goblins that are not the fast moving ones. Okay, so the, you're gonna the ones that are kind of at range. Sure. Yeah. Floyd, yep. what are you what are you gonna do? Yeah, I'm gonna throw a spear at the top ones at range as well. Okay. And oh, I need to put you all down here too, don't I? Rineal, Floy, Gilly, Sorendir, and we're gonna treat the uh, your your ally friend, your elf ally friend, as we've done, as we kind of tend to use them. So if you anybody can tap into them every round to get a bonus on whatever it is you're doing, you can just take a bonus die for them. So that's how we're gonna use them. Simple enough. I don't want to run an NPC and all these other things at the same time. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, Floy and Arineal, you're both firing up. You're firing. You're doing ranged attacks. Is that what we're doing? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you're both doing it at the 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 ranged goblins at the platform above that are raining down on you. Okay. Yes. Gilly and Sorendir, what are you doing? This is again. This is opening volley. They haven't seen you, so whatever the two of you do, go ahead and take some bon- a bonus die on whatever it is you want to do. <laughs> okay, uh, that's that's fair, Australis. That 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 part's fair. It's only combat actions, though, right? Uh, well, you tell me what you want to do, and we'll figure it out. Could I stealth forward to try and get closer to the three elves that are upside down? 
Like, I know they're on a different wanna, platform, but I want to get towards that wanna, direction. Do you want to try, like... Like, flank if you, around. If you look around, you can see that there's all sorts of, like, like this cross beams and stuff that are holding up some of these platforms, and they're kind of strapped and wrapped around with some of these rocks. It's it's sort of this hodgepodge of, like, driftwood construction. Like, it's not very stable. And also these rocks. Right. You can easily climb... You, you probably could climb up. So if you want to, you could roll an athletics test to climb up to the next platform. So you can be on the same level as them. You can get a bonus die because no one's going to interfere with you. They don't see you doing it. So you can still take your bonus die for it if you want. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Gilly, what would you like to do? Um, I want to prepare a shot. It, it's, uh, it's, it's opening volley. Just it's opening, opening volley. volley. Okay. So if you want to attack, you can just attack. You don't have to. You can just, you can just say you want to okay. fire. Yeah, fine. I'll just fire. Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay, so let me go ahead and... Again, there is more than the amount that I've put into combat here, but I'm just doing this because otherwise it's going to get insane. Okay, so uh, we're in opening volley. We'll start. um, Arrhenio, go ahead and go first. Okay, Uh, I rolled a 13 and I needed a 13. Okay, these do not. So the ones that you're firing at have no additional parry. Uh, 13 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Or sorry, not roll I damage. Need... Just tell me what damage it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> for yeah. Like... Yeah, and that, that's what I was trying to figure out. Uh, sorry, damage from a bow is three. Okay. All right. So just three damage. Did you get. Uh, do you have any extra any successes? Extra I. No, I did not. Okay. We're going to call this one. So three points of damage. Okay. Still yes. up. As you. You quickly, you scramble up, you grab your bow, and you can see this one's getting ready to, it's got this like small spear. You look like it's it's about to throw it down. And it's getting ready to throw it back at you. Uh, Floy, you're next. Rolled a six and that fails. So my spear just goes clicking off the rock. So you try to throw up and it's just, you don't quite get the angle and it just clanks the, the bottom side of the platform and falls back down onto your level. Okay, uh, Gilly. You're next. Uh, I hit no extra successes. Uh, wait, what is my target number? It's whatever your yours is swords. Your your stuff sets it. I don't have any additional parry on these guys, so. If you click it, it'll tell you. Um, if you click it on your sheet, it'll tell you. So you were doing um, swords. No, I was doing bows. Uh, Bose, your target number is 16. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens. When yeah, we so I hit 18. Okay, 18 hits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, how so, much damage? I didn't get an extra success. I do four damage. Okay. Are you firing at the same one that Reniel fired at, or you're firing at your own? Uh, I'll fire at the same one as Reniel. Okay. Uh, so it's like... And it goes to throw, but as it's throwing it again, all of a sudden from the side, and it looks down and it see now it sees you. You you are now visible to it. Uh, and then Soren Deer, roll your athletics test with your bonus. I got a seventeen over fourteen, and it was a Gandalf. Okay, you managed to very quickly scurry up to the side. Uh, you are now on the uppermost platform. You can see that you're compatriots your elvish countrymen are hanging down from that stone rafter you have managed to sort of circumvent behind this row of what looks like these 
goblin looking folks. They're a little paler. They kind of got this sort of sea greenish tint to them. And they're just raining stuff down on your allies below, but they have not noticed you yet. And I'll, and then again, don't forget we have that elf uh, Herendor that can do stuff with. Um, I'm going to roll a couple, uh, a couple shots as well, uh, as the one uh, from the, the, the goblins that uh, you all are, are kind of firing at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, one, two, three, okay. Uh, first one's at Arrhenial. Uh That'll be oh, that's a definite miss. That's way too many. That's more twos than I've ever seen. <laughs> and then I go even worse against Floy with three ones. That's great. Oh gosh. Three ones and a six. The six was great. Uh, and then we'll go one at Gilly as well. That's going to be a good one right there. That's juicy. That's juicy. That's 20 and two sixes, actually. Uh, as they Making gonna up for all those Gandalfs we rolled. Oh, wow. They're going to f- throw down uh, this spear. Uh, let's see. 20. These spears have pierce on them. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and spend one of the sixes to trigger pierce, which means this will be a piercing blow. It's going to get me in that range. And then the other one, I'm just going to do heavy blow. So you're going to take six points of damage and then roll an injury test. Your target is 14. Okay. You don't need my parry or anything. No, I I, Uh, I cleared. I got your character sheets up so I can see my... What am I rolling for injury if I'm fit? Your armor. You roll your you roll a D twelve plus a number of D sixes equal to your armor rating. Okay. Uh fifteen. 15's uh, good. Okay. Okay, fifteen's good. You needed a fourteen. Okay, so no injury, but you do uh you do take that you do take that six points of damage uh, as a spear comes down, clips you along your side, and your blood just kind of spurts out from your arm. Ugh. Uh okay. And because no one saw a Sorendir, I won't roll again. All right, let's move into combat now. Uh, first round of combat. All right. So, so remember, uh, you want to set your set your stances. I've put some tokens on. Uh, the the ones that just look like goblins are the ones that are kind of throwing stuff down from the upper level, and then the ones that look like they're riding crabs. Those tokens there. Uh, those are the ones that are wait for it, riding crabs and charging at you guys. Okay, so those so use those as targets. Uh, so let me know who you're targeting, and we'll kind of track it that way. Uh, so Floy, uh, are you going into forward stance? Yes, I'm going forward. Okay, Soren Deer, uh, you're you're forward. you've you're in forward, and you've snuck up here. Uh, Arrhenial, what do you want to do? Uh, Arrhenial is uh, also going to go into forward, and she's going to do the combat task. Okay, so uh, Floy, you charge in the direction of these steps. You see this clittering, like, grouping of, uh, of like, crab-riding goblins kind of charging at you. They have spears, like, as they're starting to come on down. You see a few of them, blood and kind of fish guts are kind of flying out of their mouths as they scream at you. Um, Arrhenial, you're getting ready to do the combat task. Gilly, I'm assuming you're enraged, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm enraged, but I want to try and do our combat song so that I'm not affected by weariness. Okay, we still have to come around. Still the order of it. So forward yeah. stance is going to resolve first. Uh, Arrhenial, go ahead and do yours. Okay, so Intimidate Foe is an awe roll. And so awe is favored. 
Um, and I just have one. And so I'm going to take an audience dice for another one. Thank you, audience. And let's see if I can do this. She doesn't that mean that. A four, five, six. Eight. That's a fail. Okay. So what is it you say like, as your, or, or do to try to kind of inspire your allies and scare these others? And, and, and how does it go wrong? Um, so I'm sort of what I'm picturing, and I'm not sure if this kind of works, but like, because there's you know ground to clear from point A to point B. And mm. so I imagine, you know, it's like, you know, we can do this. We can, we can get, you know, we, we've, we've taken on, you know, far stronger foes than these. And like her last step, like she just sort of like falls on her face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, or maybe like a rock come down from above, like we can do <laughs> as you collapse down to the ground and rocks yeah. across your face. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, Floyd, you charge at the stairs uh, you lock in place with one of these crab guys. Again, I'm just going to use this to approximate. So you're up onto one of these guys. Uh, these, do, again, no extra parry bonus. So it's just whatever your target number is. Yeah, so I charge at them screaming, Baru Kazad! <laughs> so it. this taps it in my virtue. I can roll at favored once if I'm in forward. Okay. And I rolled uh, 14, which is a pass. Damage is only seven. Okay, seven but points of damage. Okay, that's a secondary. I can activate the intimidate foes as well. Oh, okay. Uh, you still got to roll all though, right? You still have to make the check. Yeah, have to roll all. Yeah, go for it. Uh, three pips in it, so here's the roll. All right, yeah, do it. Six, eleven, fourteen. So I just made it as well. Nice. Okay. All right. So what does it look like as you charge in, screaming for and like like and and then you swing at this thing? Do you go for the crab? Do you go for the rider? I go, I go for the goblin. So one of these goblins, it just swings right off the crab and just falls off into the okay. edges of the water. All right. So one of them just goes hurtling off to the side. The crab's still there, uh, and you're screaming out, uh, and like right where one of these crab riders, where another one kind of comes filling in. There's plenty of these, right? I'm I'm keeping track of my own way. Mm. All right. Okay, uh, then next up, uh, Sorendir, you're up on the top level. They haven't noticed you yet. If you do attack something, you can go ahead and take a, a bonus die for it, uh, for remaining in stealth this whole time. Uh, I am going to start yelling as I'm attacking, but I am attacking. Yeah. Udano Phylus, Ahainan Uben Tanatha Phylus. And I thrust forward with my spear. Okay. Uh, and you'll be doing... Oh, that was not my best roll. <laughs> uh I rolled three ones, uh, yeah, so three like nine. Uh, I I did six. Well, I don't know their parry. I, I got a. There's no, there's no parry nine, bonus to any of them. Eighteen. So I succeeded, okay. but just a regular success. All right, roll damage. That's a high number with all those ones in there. Good gracious. Roll damage. It's just five damage. I always that? say roll damage. You know, you know what I mean. Just tell me your damage. Sorry, it threw me off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, five uh, damage. Five. Okay. So. As, as like Gilly and Arineal, like you're kind of staring up at like the the rows of rows of goblins that are hurling stuff down at you. You see one of them, and you see this like spear kind of suddenly protrude out of their belly as they look down, and you hear the shouting of something in Elvish, Arineal. You would probably be able to interpret it. Mm-hmm. Um, Gilly, maybe you get some broken bits of it as well as you've been learning, 
and uh, you see emerging behind up on this platform surrounded by about eight or nine of these goblins there is Sorendir uh, unlike you've ever seen him before brave how peculiar okay um, and then Gilead comes to you so yeah so I want to do the song roll uh, with our combat song mm-hmm. to um, not be affected by weary while we're in combat okay go ahead and do it okay I don't got nothing for this Right, we like have audience hear. dice if you no, want one. Nope. Yes, nope. we do. They're all for me. Um, <laughs> I would like one, please. Oh my god, I got a four, one, and a one, so that's a fail. Oh. <laughs> got a four, one, one? You got the information? I did. <laughs> so. so you guys here as like, because Gilly almost saw, she's watched as Floyd dropped, almost died. Again, mm-hmm. like he's freaking crazy at this point. And We've got this horrific pool of water below us. And Floyd was talking about how we might have to swim underneath it to get out of here. And she's still kind of freaked out about the nameless thing. Mm -hmm. So she's holding her bow and she's trying to sing, but she's more just like mumbling and it's, it, it just doesn't hit it. Okay. Uh, All right. Their turn. Again, I am treating this differently. There's so many of them, it feels ridiculous to try to roll like sure. sure. I'm, I'm treating this more like like kind of swarm numbers and then you know I give like bonus die based upon how many I, I have my own system for it. So those of you who are watching this room wonder what I'm doing. Uh I can tell you what I'm doing later, but I'm not gonna go into it all now. Uh so Floyd, you're on the staircase. This like rack you know really you just knocked one of these goblin riders so it went fell off into the water the crab is there kind of snapping at you and then suddenly you see with like increased speed another one of these crab riders come come charging down they have their spear almost like a lance like a like a human on back of, on, a, on a horseback but in this crude almost comedic way are trying to thrust the spear into you and the pincers of this crab are snapping out at you as well uh this thing's gonna get two attacks the first one is gonna be the spear um it's 15, 17. That's a 19. Uh, that should hit. Uh, I have no extra... Su- I, no, I do have one extra success. Uh, this will be... This will be four points of damage and then roll uh, a protection roll. And target is a 14. I got 12, so I failed. Okay. You take a wound... As this is a this this the spear comes thrusting in. Uh, you take a wound. We do still have that table up that you can go ahead and roll the wound severity table. It's in the room. It's in the uh, it's in the roll table menu. And then the crab is going to with these large pincers try to kind of grab you. Uh, I will tell you that these have the ability to seize. So let's roll for that. That's that's a good roll. Uh, this time it's eighteen. Um. But, yeah, 18, four points of damage, and you are seized. Uh, So you took a wound. These pincers have clenched on either side of you. You're currently seized. So what this basically means, Floy, is that you can only go... You can only be in the the forward stance, which I'm sure you would love, but you 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 can only make brawling attacks. You can free yourself by spending an icon from a successful attack roll. So if you get a success icon, you can free yourself from this. But right now, this crab has you seized, and the goblin on his back is stabbing into you. 
Oh, were these guys affected by Weary, or were they Might One? Uh, they are not. These are not Might One. These are actually okay. Might Two creatures. Uh, so I'll take the, the mod. Attacks. I'll take the moderate injury. Okay. So this All is right. just like a, a blow that's exposing me to worst injuries, but I recover overnight. Okay. Uh, so your intimidate foe d- did reduce their hate because uh, they are craven. So like they mm. do actually go down in terms of the amount of hate. Hate is the resource I use to sometimes get bonus die and, sh- and stuff like that. Uh, all right, then um, one of these is going to like leap off the uh, the stairs and run over towards a rineal. That's no good. Uh, that's an eight. No good on that. Um, then. Up on the top platform uh, for Sorendir, a few of these are going to turn around towards you. So I'm going to give. I'm not going to roll multiple attacks with them. I'm just going to give them extra die. Uh, oh boy, that's a Sauron. That's a Sauron, buddy. And an extra. That's success. an automatic failure, as I know Saurons to be. But unfortunately, uh, you're on the side of good. I'm on the side of gooder. And uh, okay, roll a uh, injury. Uh, roll a protection roll against 14. Uh, and then you're going to take six points of damage. And I think I can actually burn that success to poison you too. Let me double check my order. Uh, I got two successes. I got a 16 on my protection roll. Okay, no, I can't burn it. That's if it results in a wound. Sorry. Okay, so you're not poisoned. Uh, but you take the six points of damage. You're not wounded. And you're fine. And then Gilly, one of these that's up there chucking spears is going to chuck a spear down at you. Uh, that's another Sauron. And another success. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good when oh, I gosh. cheat back. Okay. None uh, of that. None of that. <laughs> quick say, I rolled, I rolled, I did. I rolled three eyes of Sauron. I feel like that's a one shot. Uh, okay, so Gilly, roll an injury roll. Uh, a protection roll again. Again, target is 14. The good thing is that all of the weapons that they do have an injury rating of 14. So you always know what you have to hit. Uh, and then you'll take six points of damage as I'll burn the six for a heavy blow. Okay, so I got an 18 on my protection roll. Okay, you're not wounded, but you do take six points of damage as another spear comes raining down on top of you all. Okay, so resetting uh, the scene. Gonna... Yeah, go ahead. Do I take pushback? No, I'll take the six. Okay, take the six points of damage. Let's move to the next round. Resetting the scene. Arineal, one of these crab riders has leapt off and has now engaged you. Floyd, you're seized by one. The other one's still stabbing at you. Again, you can still, you have you have to do forward stance. You have to do brawling, att- brawling attacks. And if you get an extra success icon on your roll, you can free yourself. There are still a couple up top that some of them have turned their attention to Sorendir and are, and are no longer raining spears and rocks down on you all. Uh, but one or two are still up there kind of throwing things down. Gilly, they see you as well. Uh, don't forget, you have your elf friend. Anybody can mm-hmm. like, call for aid and we'll describe how he comes to aid you and what you're doing. But only one person can use him per round. Uh, Arineal, are you still, in, you still in forward stance? Yes, I am. All right. One of them's right up in your face. What do you want to do? Okay. Um, I am going to uh, call out to uh, our guard friend um, and see if he can kind of help me with this one here that I'm about to stab with okay. the sword. So you see him, he's tr- climbing up to help Sorendir, like following Sorendir, but then you call out and he turns and he kind of lets out a sigh and he's got like a long kind of crooked elvish knife in his mouth and as you call out, he just leaps off 
mid-flight grabs the knife out of his mouth and is kind of about to land stabbing in the back of this goblin. Go ahead and roll. Alright, that is um, I have an extra success. Beautiful. And yeah, that is definitely over my target number. Because I only need a 13. And yeah, that's fine. I've got well over that. Okay. Um, so what I would like to do, so this is a keen weapon. Mm-hmm. It's a keen sword sword. Um, but I rolled a six, so that's not going to do it. So yeah, you don't I will get take it. it as extra. Um, so your, my your strength is seven, so that'll turn mm-hmm. into 10 damage. Okay, 10 points of damage. Okay. So, so you take the sword and you just slash. One of the crab's pincers comes up to sort of parry and you just slice it clean off and you get like a cut across the belly of the goblin at the same time. As the goblin rears back to kind of thrust the spear down into you, you see a knife start to stick out of its shoulder, the blade showing as as Herendor has, has kind of landed. It's still kind of here and still going to get an attack off. It's not yet out, but it's it's nearing death for sure. Uh, both the, with the crab and the, and the, the goblin itself. All right, uh, then Floyd, you're up next. Okay, uh, I'm rolling brawl. If I'm at okay. forward, I can do a favorite attack. Yeah. Oh, you know what I realized, Sorendir? I should have rolled that at favorite against you. I didn't need to. I rolled a Sauron anyway, but they hate elves. I got a 12, so I failed. You failed, oh, so no. you're just... Yeah. Uh, you go to punch and like... It's kind of hard as like the, the crash is sort of thrashing you around a bit. You just feel the pincers dig into you like, and you're punching and it's just like ineffectually hitting the hardened outer shell of these crustaceans. Uh, Soren Deer, all alone up here. Like a bad the way I like it, of course. Uh, yeah, so I thrust forward with my spear. I pull back and I start spinning around since I'm fighting more than one. I'm using both the blunt end to keep people away and then the the sharp edge to slice as I go, uh, staying in forward, get my bonus die. Uh, not the best roll, but it is a success. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, we're not doing their parry, right? So it would be a there success no against parry. my they 14. Have, they have no yeah. bonus. Yeah. So no 16, bonus. 17, 20, but one success. Okay. Um, so also, I forgot to say with my gleam of wrath as an elf, uh, on a successful attack roll, my adversary loses one point of hate or resolve. So, okay. you know, take that, Jeff. Okay. Uh, I mean, not me. My hate is unending. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, goblins. Yeah. <laughs> well, a goblin only has six. So I think it's six. Might be four. Let me check. Uh, all right. So how much damage did you do? Uh, five. Okay. Five points of damage. Uh, okay. So, again, there's like a dozen up here. And you're just whirling the spear around. You're kind of spinning above your head kind of going low, keeping them at a distance. They're trying to thrust their own spears at you, but yours is much, much longer. I'm not making a joke. Please don't chuckle. And you kind of thrust forward with yours. It sounds like I'm making a joke, but I'm really not. And you just see the end. I didn't laugh until you told me not to. I couldn't help it. The end of the great spear just buries into one of them in their face. And they try to do the kind of like pull closer. And they just kind of go limp and you kind of point the spear down, kick them off with your boot, but one of them behind you kind of lunges forward. Okay. Uh, then we're going to go over to Gilly. Gilly, you're still in range. What do you want to do? Um, I want to... 
is take cover a thing or like move a little bit so i'm not because i want to try never mind i want to do <laughs> scan because okay. uh, that's a something i can do for range um okay for a bonus when i do my next attack so you're doing the prepare, prepare shot, shot combat yes. task yeah yeah okay. which is a scan roll all right roll scan <laughs> Thank you, Esme. I do hate with the intensity of thousands of dying suns. Fail. I only got 11, and I needed a 14. It's just, with Soren, you're up top now. Things have gotten complicated, and it's harder to get a clear shot as he just whirling around. And and, and if, it, with a level of effectiveness you've probably never seen before. <laughs> well, and Gilly's pretty injured. Yeah. I've got 9 Blood out of 22. Blood coming down and yeah. sweat climbing into your ears. Remember, it's it's nasty here, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, they're gonna go... The one that's on Floy will... Uh, he's got you seized, so the crab's not gonna get into attack, but the uh, the goblin still will. Jeff, are you taking the extra die because we are uh, in forward? What's that? Yes, I am. Are you taking... Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, that's another Sauron. Uh, no extra successes, though. Roll a... It's gonna be 10... 14, it's 25. Um, roll a injury die, or roll a protection roll against injury of 14. You might, before you roll long, this is, would be your second wound, so if there are extra 14 dice, with extraordinary success. You're son of a bitch. <laughs> he didn't wait, wait for two? you to talk. He it did was not great wait. Success. Never mind. You're so <laughs> cocky. You're just such a cocky son of a bitch. Okay, uh, you still are going to take four, uh, four points of damage. Uh, okay. The stab, uh, Arineal, uh, the one that you and Herendir have tried to take out is still going. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to attack. That is a Gandalf. Poo. Yay! Uh, and so, and it would have been a miss anyway. Okay, it's a terrible roll. Uh, I mean, you see the twelve, you're like, yay! And then you look at all these other numbers, you're like, oh, a one, a one, a two. That's 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 terrible. Uh, okay, and then. One up on one will still be able to attack Gilly. Uh, who's in rearward? Uh, 16 to hit. Uh, my parry is 18. Yeah, I was just looking that up. I couldn't remember. Uh, so they go to throw down uh, a spear at you, and you manage, as you said, you were kind of scanning and looking and looking, and you're trying to get a shot. You, you, you don't manage to get one, but you do see. Again, some of those old kind of waterlogged crates you dive behind and you hear the thud as a spear uh, buries into it and you dive behind cover just at the last second. Uh, and then up by Sorendir, um, outnumbered, but a badass. I feel like you're complimenting me just because you know you're going to kill me this session, so you want to make me feel good about it? 21 points, uh, 21 points, uh, or 21, I should say, not 21 points of damage. That would oh, be gosh. a lot. Uh, yeah. 21, one extra success, uh, but I'm nowhere near a keen, so I'm just going to do bonus damage, uh, heavy blow. We'll call it six points of damage to you, uh, Soren Deer, as like as you're kind of trying to get the corpse of the the one goblin off the spear, uh, another one comes up behind you and just and it barely gets underneath your uh, your armor, but you can feel it dig in. Uh, okay, new round, uh, Soren Deer. You've managed to take a 
thin the the crowd up here a little bit. More of the the crab riders are now beginning to to descend. Arinial, you can see a few more have left off and charging at you. Floy, you're still kind of tangled up with one of these. You're kind of getting flanked by a second. Uh, Gilly, you're. I'm tucked. sorry. How much damage was it with the bonus damage? Six total. Six total. Okay. Sorry. Six total. Yeah, no worries. Gilly, you have dove behind this waterlogged bit of crates and you're still getting like someone's still you're having a range, an effectual range battle with this with this goblin that's up there that's not trying to fight Sorendir. Sorendir, you're whirling around like a dervish, uh, taking out all these others uh, that are trying to rain down hell on your party. Uh, okay. Are we uh, Floyd, you're still in a, a, a forward stance. Arinial, are you staying in forward? Yes. Sorendir, still in forward? Still in forward. Gilly? Are you still enraged? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Arrhenio, go ahead. You got more that are charging into you. The one you and Herander managed to take kind of one out, which is sort of falling to pieces, but there are plenty of others for you to charge at as well. Uh, and again, someone could burn Herander as an ally here as well. I will not take him so that Sorendir could. Um, so I've got... Uh, I will take one audience... So that means I've got, I've got four, and it's not favored. So that is a uh, quick math. That is a great success. I do have an extra, but I'm not close to Pierce, so it's going to be ten points of damage. Okay, ten points of damage. So as you swing out, this this crab rider is trying. You like hop over top of the pincers that are snapping at your shins and knees. And as you're coming back down, you take this sword and just slash vertically down onto the on the rider, just cut nearly decapitating their head. Their head just kind of hangs off limply. And now there's just like this goblin corpse on top of this large crab. Uh, Floy, you're still seized by this creature. What would you like to do? I'm gonna grab at the front of the crab and try to rip it off of me. All right, man. So just a brawl tech. Just a brawl. Uh, I love the flavor, though. Little crab, a little bit of flavor. He on just top like, of it. takes the arms. <laughs> it doesn't look good. I think it's an eleven. Oh, it's a fail. No. Eleven. It's another yeah. fail. Remember, just, we have audience d sixes. That's not how long place. <laughs> long place, true. Well, I respect. Well, I may him. suffer for that. I choice. respect him. I'm going to respect his next character too. Soren, <laughs> what would you like to do? Uh, I ripped my helm off to try and lighten my load, but it's not enough. I'm still weary. Okay. Uh, I am sagging with exhaustion from the blow to, under my armor, but I continue to spin with the spear. And I yell out in Elvish to Herondon okay. to protect the Hobbit. Okay. And I attack with the spear. All right. Mold Bay. Stanley knows. Stanley knows. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. I am getting hungry now. Uh, I rolled a one on my D12, but it's still a great success. Oh, my gosh. I ignore the two because I'm weary. Uh, I think I'm doing the math right now. I got a six, five, five. Uh, so that's five. 17 total with the one. We said you ignore the one because you were weary. I, I ignored the two that I rolled because I rolled four dice. I've got three okay. pips and I'm in forward, so I get a fourth. I ignore the two because I'm weary. My D12 is a one, and then my other D6s are five, five, six. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Sorry, I made right. that more complicated it needed yes, than it needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, how, how much damage? Uh, f- five. Uh, bonus damage. Uh, how, how much do I add with my extra success it's for bonus strength. damage? It's your, your strength. strength. Heavy score. blow is just your strength score. Steven's uh, math goes so six. Sketch. Eleven. Six, Eleven. I'll points. take a picture. Okay. So, as you as you feel the the spear behind you, like kind of grind into your to your back, you whirl and you turn. And you just with this kind of whip of the spear, like the, the 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 shaft itself just smashes right into the head of this goblin, and you can see the jaw just collapse. They go tumbling. You manage to spin the spear around, grab it in your hand, and thrust it forward. And you've taken out another one. You've thinned the herd up here considerably. Uh, Gilly, you have Herendur to do something here. What would you like to do? Uh. I want to try and shoot at the, as long as none of us are on the bridge between, and it's just no like bridge. Goblins. It's it's a it's a it's a basically a rickety stair that goes from the lower platform which you oh, and Floyd okay. and Arineal are on. Floyd is literally on the stair, seized by Never mind. this crab, and then there's the upper platform which is where Soren okay. Deer and the hanging Elvish guards are. I was thinking it was like one of those like wooden uh, rope. Kind of like bridge things. things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, try to shoot down the elves that are being hung up there. If you were looking, that's for what I wanted to do with my do. scan, but uh, I didn't. I told our elf to help you too, so you yeah. could get a bonus die somehow. Yep. Yeah. An audience bonus. Yeah, I'll, I'll attempt it. Okay, so you want to shoot one of them down? Yeah. Okay. If you roll an eye of Sauron, you shoot one of the elves. Oh I'm, kidding. God, I'm kidding. I won't forgive you, Gilly. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know Except you wouldn't. I'm not kidding. All right. Uh, sure. So I don't know how Herondir is helping you aim here, but we'll just say it just. He's like, protecting her from fire so she can focus. Yeah. A spear. You see a spear come like hurtling down towards you, Gilly. And you and as you're like looking at it, you're getting ready to duck. But out of the, out of the corner of your eye, you just see this whirling elf come through with that kind of curved dagger just cuts the spear in half as it's flying through there and it goes tumbling to the ground and you see like he whirls towards you goblin blood on his face and he's like fire true hobbit and then go ahead oh my gosh 16 17 you tell me I don't know what you need to hit Yeah, I hit. Okay. Hey. And seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> I got two sixes. That's why I was so character. excited. Okay. All right. Two sixes. Okay. Extraordinary. What and I will say then with two sixes, you you weren't firing. You were you were trying to shoot the the bows the the elves down, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what I'll say is with those two sixes, you fire one, whoosh, and you see perfect shot you cut right through that grimy old rope and one of those elves goes falling down to the ground all 40 feet and breaks their neck right next to Sorendir. rolls over Sorendir, you see its ballot no they fall you, you, hear, like, <laughs> you quickly reload <laughs> fire a second shot with the bonus die and you get two and two of them go falling down so Sorendir, they're still bound but two of them have fallen down uh, and I will say that one of them is, in fact, Balavan. And do they laying... look like they're still alive? They do. They do. They are 
very wounded. You would tell just by the look at their complexion that they might be just all jacked up with poison. Oh, no. Okay. It's orcish poison, so you know it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world, uh, but likely they have a decent amount in it. Uh, relative to game terms, it's the weakest poison. So It's not as bad as the stuff that Floyd got got all hooked on. Okay. That was go. We're going to go to everybody else. Same stuff on Floyd, just the one spear attack as he's still being seized. It's 11, 14, 17. What's your parry, Floyd? It's 15, it's enough. Okay. Uh, so take four points of damage. I didn't have anything special. On uh, I'm going to take a knockback for two. Okay. Uh, Can I do that while seized? You're seized. I don't think you. I don't think that makes sense. Uh, it doesn't say it in the rules. I just like brace myself, sort of deal. Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, that's fine. I don't. I, I don't know. We'll have to check the rules. We'll let it go. Uh, but it does mean that you have to kind of like recover and, and not be able to attack next round. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Arineal, same thing. Uh, one of them charges at you. Uh, 11, 14, 17. Yes. Again. Okay. No spe- Nothing special on there. Uh, so four points of damage. Uh, okay. From the from the spear, but then the crab will, uh, one of the crabs will try to seize you as well. That's a Gandalf. No, eleven. So no, you're good. Okay, okay. so that you're you stay free of the of the of the pincers, but you do take uh, four points from the spear. Uh, up on top, Sorendir. Uh That's a decent roll. Fourteen, sixteen, twenty-four. Uh, uh, my parry's 25 <laughs> uh, 6 points of damage is I'll burn a heavy blow as well okay and then uh, Gilly uh, I will say I'll direct this attack since we're specifically saying Herendir is attacking is uh, kind of defending you we'll attack him instead it will in fact hit him for 6 points of damage okay now We'll go to the new round. Let's reset. There are now two of these elves, including elves, including Balavan, that are now on the ground. You can see they're writhing around. They're awake. They're definitely sluggish, uh, but they're trying to break free. You can see Balavan is like using his teeth to try and get through the bindings and is making making progress in doing so. Um, I'll say Sorendir at this point, there's probably about half as many uh, goblins up here as you started. There's bodies on the ground. You've killed three or four of them. There's still about three or four left. One of them is probably still kind of raining down. The others are focusing on you. On the second platform below, Flo, you are still grappled by this thing and you're still getting stabbed by the by the pincer. And you're and it's even worse now as you've kind of contorted yourself in such a way that you're kind of looking in the wrong direction and having to wildly swing back and you can't quite hit. You have to resituate yourself as best you can. Arineal, you are facing down like three more of these crab are swinging left and right. Bodies are piling up. Uh, Gilly, you're still down uh, by that by that kind of waterlogged crate. You're firing up. Uh, you took out, you took down two of the, the elvish allies uh, and you've got Herendir by your side. But again, he can be called to do whatever. Arineal, are you still in forward stance? Yes, I am. Floy, you have to be. Yeah, actually. I'm locked in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorendir, forward stance. Sticking with forward, yep. Gilly? Sticking with rearward. Okay. Well, um, I'll move to open and I'll do the combat task. Okay. Uh, Arineal, you're up first. Go for it. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'm continuing to take these extra dice because they usually helpful 
Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll this again. Use my sword. Trying to see what I can do with this. Uh, that is a uh, six. Yeah, that is a success with no extra successes. Okay. So three damage. Three damage. All right. You managed to clip one. You don't really like you like you're you're swirling around. You're starting to get swarmed a bit by a few of these. They're like the pierce the the pincers are coming at you. The spears are coming at you. You're dodging, dodging. You're having to parry, parry, parry. And the amount of like offensive thrust that you can get is starting to get whittled down. Uh, you do manage to get one out, but it's not a killing blow. And you can see that you're still surrounded. Floyd, uh, you got to recover. Yeah, I'm so recovered. That's your that's your that's your action. Soren Deer up on the top platform again. Two elves. Uh, Balavan and one other that are trying to break free. Uh, you think that they might be able to get free, not necessarily this round, but the round after. Uh, you could help get the other one down, or you can continue your assault. Uh, I think seeing them down and moving, I'm going to redouble my efforts on attacking these goblins to protect them. Okay. I would like, as my secondary action, to uh, just uh, throw my short sword down. Just drop it down. Okay. Uh, hopefully near them that they can grab it, whether they cut themselves loose or they can attack with it when they get loose, just so it's available for them. Okay. Uh, and then I will attack again. Alright, go for it. Uh, so I'm weary, so I ignore all four of my d6s oh, there. no. But I rolled a Gandalf. <laughs> sure you did. Sure you did, buddy. What's that way damage? To, way to uh, raise the tension. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. I rolled a Sauron. I completely it's messed it up. It's an 11, it's an not, 11 a not a 12. Oh, oh, no. I read that wrong. Yeah, so I rolled a 1, 1, 1, 2 in a Sauron. You go, to, you go to thrust at one of these goblins with your spear. It dodges out of the way. You whip around and throw the short sword down at the elf. But you throw it just a little too hard, and it goes burying right into their gullet they're dead no of course not that's not what's going to no. happen but instead what's going to happen is you swirl you stumble and you fall we're going to say you just fall down you do manage to slide the short sword over uh, and you can see Balavan reaches out grabs it and is quickly up on his feet the other goblin short or the other elf shortly following uh, but you are now surrounded as a couple of these goblins are starting to stab down at you and you don't have like your spear up and ready to keep the distance. Gilly, what would you like to do? You said you were moving to open. Yeah, I moved to open and I'm going to do the in uh, the combat task. So the Inharten roll. Go for it. Roll that Inharten and then let's hear what you say. Sometimes I should just let some of these silly results that I describe. Just let it happen. No. Wouldn't that be great if I would have believed it? I would have believed it. Balavan, catch. Balavan, (laughs) Balavan. You turn around, throat's just (laughs) right in his throat. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so I succeeded. What do you say? When Gilly was attempting to sing the combat song earlier, she was kind of unsteady and everything and she starts in strong and she's actually like very confident with like the phase of like i don't have the song up but it's okay she's singing yeah okay mm-hmm. that sounds great and soren Deer, even up above you can't see gilly anymore but you could hear the voice of gilly the song that you all had kind of you've you've, you've hummed and sung here and there you hear it wafting through the air okay here we go we're going to go for Floy for another Pierce. Oh, man. Seven, eight, 14. 
Uh, missed it by one. Okay, I, I rolled a two on my D12. Uh, Arineal, uh that should get you. That's a 19. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that is uh, four points of damage. Nothing special. Okay. Uh, Soren Deer, uh, because you are on the ground, I'm going to go ahead and give them an extra die as part of what happened. And I'm going to need it. Yep, Holy yep, that's crap, fair. that's a terrible roll. Five... 11, 14, 17, 19. <laughs> it sounds 19 like a lot. 19 is my parry. But with the amount of dice I just rolled, it should have been much higher. I did get one six, though. Uh, I will just use it for a heavy blow, so six points of damage. Okay. And then, Gilly, you are I'm not looking good, guys. You're in open an stance. Open. Mm-hmm. So one of these crab riders that were around Arineal will instead turn its attention to you. But you're in open, so they're not rolling. I'm only going to roll 2d6s with them. As opposed to the three that I'm rolling against Arineal and Floyd. Still probably uh, six. No, I'm sorry. That's a six. My bad. Uh, that's only a 13. Thought I, I have my priest 18. Okay, you're good. Oh, I would have missed either way. Uh, okay. So then the pincers will attempt as well. Uh, that's a six. That's three twos. No good. Okay. So uh, new round. At this point, you've got Sorinder. You now have help up on top of the platform as Balaban is is free, the other elf is free, and they're like kind of lunging into the fight as well. The sounds of Gilly singing below as she's darting underneath, and like kind of crawling underneath the belly of this crab, like ducking underneath the pincer, and you can still hear her voice just shout, you know, shouting out, like everyone feels this, this bit of uh, energy surge. Um, now, what I'll say is that the goblins up top Soren Deer, who are stabbing away at you. You watch as they're stabbing, stabbing. One of them suddenly gets cuts down, and you see it fall, and behind there's Balavan with the sword. The others up here are looking like they're about to break, like they're about to flee. Uh, so, with that in mind, if you would hypothetically are able to get another attack off or kill one of these things off, it's likely that that could probably break their morale. The bottom level is a little bit better. Things are because because Floyd has been so kind of caught up in this, and Gilly hasn't really been doing damage. Has been diving around, but Herinder is still here, um, and it is. I say it's still it's still possible that eventually the morale could break. So, Arineal, with that in mind, what do you want to do? I am going to. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm going to keep attacking. I'm just going to keep swinging my sword. Um, so I've got an extra D6 because of the Enhorton. I've got an extra D6 because I'm in, and I'm going to take an audience. Um, so I'm rolling lots of D6s. Mm-hmm. She just says audience die some, sometimes, and I just, because I just believe her. Because I'm like, because all of our audience is great, right? So I just assume there's like a billion in like... Yeah, she's like the know. banker of Monopoly. She could just have as many as she <laughs> Exactly. Wants. And the thing is, why are we letting Where'd Melissa Where'd that $500 do it? bill come from? Why are we letting Melissa keep track of this? One, we know she cheats. All of us know that. That's true. Okay. And two, we know she's bad at math. Like this is... I. We got to rethink It's counting this by process. one. I can manage that. It's still math. math. It's just up and down by right. usually one. Uh, so yeah, that is a success uh, with one extra D6, which I'm going to turn into a heavy blow, which means it's 10 damage. Okay. Describe a kill on one of these. Because that's enough to take out because the other one was... Because it's 10 points of damage, right? You said? Yes, 10 points. Yeah, so that's, a, mm-hmm. that's enough to take out one of these goblins. Yeah. Uh, so Arineal is just sort of... Um, just swinging wildly, trying to get a lot of torque. And so this is going to be kind of like an over the head around kind of like a right across the midsection 
Okay. Cut with just sword. Cut right through. Like goblin stomach just pours on out. Kind of gets in the eyes and like the like the antenna and everything and the crabs. The crab kind of stumbles about. The the goblin is sort of trying to steer it and steer it, and you just see it accidentally steers it. Its dead body listing off to the side, and the whole thing goes tumbling down to the ground. Floy. I just start spitting my body, whirling this crab around like a shot put. Don't forget your extra one from Gillies Norton. That's a 20. Do you have any Four. extra successes? No, no extra. Just seven damage. Okay. So you write yourself. You still can't free yourself from the pincer, but you just start beating away at the goblin. You're just... Because every time you punch the the crab, like that hard carapace, you're just not breaking through. So even though the crab's kind of holding on to you, you're just beating to death the goblin that's riding it. And at a certain point, you're just... The whole head starts to cave in, and they just kind of get thrown off and fall onto the stairs. They go tumbling down, and the crab just kind of steps on top of it. But the crab's still holding. You're still technically (laughs) seized. But at least the goblin's dead and no longer stabbing you. Uh, Okay, so then Sorendir... You're laying on the ground here. You're getting stabbed. You can see Balavan is up and fighting. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to do my best to stand, but I'm so exhausted and weary. All I can do is get to one knee, and I keep uh, swinging my spear, but I can't get the full arc that I was getting before, so it's really just like a quarter circle. We'll see if I can hit anyone here. As your quarter circle swinging, you're on your knees. You feel suddenly a, f- a force lift you up. You feel a hand on your shoulder, on your collar, just pulls you up. And as you're swinging and you're just still kind of just wildly swinging, keeping them at bay, you get step back and you look over to see the source of it. And there's Balavan and you standing shoulder to shoulder. He's got your short sword. You got your spear. He helped you up. He kind of gives you a look. You're not sure exactly how to read it. He looks sickly. You are bloody and, and weary, and both of you continue to swing at these goblins. What do you do? How'd you do? I I assume it's not a good look because I rolled another Sauron. Okay. Oh no! But what was your you get total? Uh, Sauron, yeah, Sauron's it, only immediate, only an automatic fail. It's just a zero. That one thingy, Majiki. No, there's a. Isn't there an automatic fail for one of the conditions? Oh, maybe, but I don't think it's weary. I didn't beat oh, 13 anyways, because I'm weary. A lot of my dice didn't count. Yeah. I thought it was when you were miserable, but it's I could miserable. be miserable. That's correct. Yeah, it's miserable. Good but it still counts as a zero, right? Yes. Yeah, so I only got a 10. Yeah. Got a... Okay. So you're just not hitting. You're just you're just wildly swinging, really, to the point where like one of the other elves kind of step up, and you just... The shaft or your spear kind of smashes in and they go stumbling. And so it's really just sort of a bad look. And they kind of go tumbling and like kind of stumble into a goblin who manages to kind of rake their 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 kind of crooked knife down the side of this other elf. No one dies from it necessarily, but like it, it, it's just like you're not necessarily keeping your composure. You're kind of a real spear to... faux pas. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. And then Gilly, what do you want to do? Uh... I, hear the, I hear the battery low in my earbuds. Oh no! Oh my God! It's been um, hours. What the hell? Yeah, it's you. You guys got another stream tonight. Um, no, we don't. It's canceled. <laughs> oh. No, it's, well, it's actually canceled. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, oh, I shit. think that's why we're still going. Yeah, that's okay. why we're going. Um, uh, do I still have the um, hem- uh, uh, the He's other? There. Elf- Herinder is there. Herinder. Yeah, okay. Um, 
I, I'm sorry. Gilly, Hendinar. I, now I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Hendinar. <laughs> Hendinar. Um, we lost the wrong way somewhere. He's just helping like crazy. Like, could you get my name right? Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> I think what Gilly would do is if like, if I did go like underneath the one that came up to attack me, um, she'd step up and as she's standing up, draw her sword and she's going to run towards the crab that's uh, holding onto Floy and she's going to attempt to stab it into it. Okay. Go ahead and roll an attack. I don't have shit for swords. Would you, would you <laughs> yes, like? Yes, I would like a dice, please. <laughs> but it sounds cool, so. It does. Yeah. So I got a 10, 14, 15, 16. Again, and I need a you, 16. You know the answer. To I need a. <laughs> I need a 16. So that's exactly what I needed. I like um, games where you great. know what you need to roll to hit. You know, I panic every time. Yeah, it really speeds up. It does. Um, but yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I just do three damage. Okay, that we're gonna, you you come up, you go to stab it, you just cut one of the pincers clean off, and with one of them off, the second one just suddenly lets go as the crab is just like in pain, blood kind of spurting out from the wound. Floyd, you flop down onto the and like kind of stumble a bit down a few of the steps, but catch yourself and kind of you're standing on top of this mound of goblins that you've caught, all have killed. You are now free, Gilly standing next to you. Okay, now. Things are not going great uh, for the goblins here. As a few of them have died, I'm going to roll a couple tests here. Okay. So I rolled a, basically a test for the each platform. Good boy. Good boy. On the bottom platform. Gilly, you managed to take out the crap. Floyd, you take out one of the goblins. Arineal, you sl- or you break free and like, like Floyd, you break free. Arineal, you kind of you're slashing around. Herander is kind of flying about as well, and you watch as Herander like kind of throws a, like one of these goblin spears into like the the, the platform uh, steps and just sort of like a gymnast reaches up, grabs it, and swings and just kicks one of these goblins, and they go flying off into the water. And you see all these crabs now are kind of moving about riderless as all the goblins have been dispersed, and they're just sort of scattering about. None of them seem to like without direction or a couple of them are kind of snapping at you, but ineffectually uh, up on top, you can see that the others are starting to scatter Sorendir, except for one who's like bleeding. You see their face is just sort of just clawed to death from the blade of your, your spearhead. And you see they just like hold up this, this like the blade that they have this jagged, horrible like knife made out of sharpened granite. And they're just like, Tyrf! as the others like look at now almost even numbered up here and the others start to flee and you see them starting to you know, scramble off and there's like these ropeways and walkways that are kind of crawling apart and they're fleeing. But one of them, because of the eye of Sauron, is going to do one last like lunge at you. No, sorry, dear. Look, one of the reasons I've been doing so well against him is because they have this the hatred ability would mean they roll not only do i get an extra die for him being in uh, a forward stance but i also get to roll attacks in favor jeff we get it you hate me all right <laughs> this is already known 24 uh, yep that hits roll uh roll an injury uh, so roll a protection and i lost my helm uh that is a 16 oh, no. 
Uh, you're okay. 16 is fine. And take four more points of damage. Uh, I go unconscious. Okay. Is this thing... And just kind of just buries the knife right into your chest. And like you see, the last thing you see is your eyes are starting to close. Its face is right on you. There's like like fish meat that is flying out from between its its gnarled teeth into your face. Your eyes close. The rest of you on the platform below, you start, you know, like hustling up the, the steps and you can see there's a pile of goblin bodies. You don't see Sorendir, but you do see these other elves that are like hacking down the last remains. One of them, you can see, picks up what looks like Sorendir's spear and with the butt of it just pushes one of the bodies off. And it looks like it had just killed this goblin that it had laid on top of Sorendir. You see that the face that's standing over top of Sorendir, knife sticking out of his chest, is that of Balavan. Looking down, Sorendir, knife out of his chest. And I'll say the rest of the goblins have now fled and dispersed. Combat over. What do you all do? Uh, rush up to the top to collect Sorendir and kind of make sure the rest of the guards are uh, One sec. ready to move. Vamp for me for a second as I have to switch. Um, if the other elf hasn't been cut down, like yeah. as that that'll be something that we go for. But Gilly will also kind of like drop down next to Soren Deer, and like she's checking his vitals to make sure he's still alive. Yeah, I was frantically looking at like the healing stuff of like what happens when you go down to zero endurance. Uh, I don't think they die. I think it's just... Uh, uh, I'm unconscious for an hour. Yeah, yeah. it's unconscious. I think you take yeah. a wound as well, right? Don't you take a wound when you run out of endurance? Uh, I didn't think so, but I'll double check. I think so. So Anyway, we have made sure to bring down the other elf that was hanging. Yeah. And unbound everyone. Of course, I'd assume. Okay. We're attending to somewhere near. Well, pretty much anybody. Right. Why don't we let's play it out this way? Sorry, I'm just gonna screw around some settings really quick. Let's play it out this way. You all manage to you 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 go ahead and you like all this is happening while Sorendir is like unconscious, like all of you are wounded, mm-hmm. lumbering around left and right, and we'll say we cut like a like a television show or like a like a movie. And when the camera comes back up, we see the interior of Sorendir's quarters, like the quarters where you all have been staying. We see this big old bandage kind of wrapped around the chest where Sorendir was stabbed with this, uh, with this jagged knife. Uh, we see Floy and Gilly and Arineal kind of like huddled around. It's, it's kind of been a little touch and go. It was a, it was a pretty brutal wound floy you've got like you know patches of like little elvish medicine here and there from where the some of the pincers uh, managed to get you uh gilly and Arvinial as well but you're you're in you're in decent shape there's like the sound of kind of the distant rumble of thunder and, and waves and you can feel the fresh air kind of wafting through and as that's happening the eyes open up and Sorendir, you wake up and you look around and you can see your friends are, are in front of you. 
just gilly run and jump up on the bed like yeah that's exactly what return of the king uh she does like <laughs> approach you very excitedly and she'll like reach for your hand and be like oh thank goodness you're awake Sorn dear i thought i was going to die you were very close to it friend Balavan didn't let it happen Balavan, he's okay. He he was poisoned. Has he have has he seen the healer? Been it taken was, care of. It was orc poison. You guys hear a <clears throat> coming from the door, and you turn around, and standing in the doorway is Balavan, not in like full armor, but you can tell just in sort of basic robes. Color is kind of coming back to his skin. It's it's probably I would say it's been maybe a day as everyone's been like recuperating, essentially um, poison being bled out. Uh, but you see uh, him standing there, and he says uh, to the three of you, "Might I have a moment?" Good to see you looking better. Of course. Gilly inks at Sorendir, and then she will turn in and walk out of the room. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about Floyd? Oh, I said I'd step up. Okay. Balavan sort of steps up, looks down at you, Sorendir. You've got your big old bandage across the chest. And you can tell he's like struggling to speak. And you fought well. You fool. Have you lived so long that you've forgotten to fear death? Why would you charge in like that? And you can see he kind of gets taken aback. And he's just like, my duty is to protect these people. If you, How can you protect them if you're dead? If my life keeps the rest of them safe, then so be it. You threw your life away. You are the one who have thrown your life away. How many years have passed, and what have you done with it? Wandered? Vagabond-like? No purpose, no duty, no friends, no family. I have not wasted my life. It is you that has wasted yours. I... You can see he's like he he's his voice is rising, but he feels like I did not come here to argue. Why did you not come with me that night? I wasn't going to leave them. Doubting Doubting is fine. Everyone doubts. Everyone is uncertain. No one likes death and war. But these weren't petty squabbles between tribes and factions. This was... This was darkness and light. And I will not rest 
knowing that I turned my back on such a fight. I'm glad to see you well. I'm... I am also glad. Thank you for aiding my people. Our people. Rest. The healers say the wound cut deep and it will take some time to heal. And your wounds? There are many, but I will survive to see another dawn. See me before you go. Balavan. He kind of turns to leave, and then you say his name, and he kind of turns back. Head over the shoulder, like, doesn't fully look at you. Yes, Soren dear. I gesture towards my belongings, which I assume are in the room. Mm -hmm. For spear. I should not have taken it. Please take it back. He kind of looks at it, looks at you, thinks about it for a moment. Clearly you have not wasted all of these years. The man I saw fighting those goblins, although inelegant, it is yours now. You, you wield it honorably. Keep it. You will need it, so I hear. The Lady Forlot. Rest. He kind of <clears throat> kind of clears his throat, kind of fixes his shirt, and departs. And uh, I think we should end there on that. All right. That's nice. It's been a while since we got some wounds and some. Uh... Yeah, it's been a while since that like, was combat. tough. I know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it has been a while since we've been in like proper combat. We we kind of did sort of narrative. So what I've been sort of trying to experiment with a little bit was um Steven and I play in a heart game. And one of the rules I really like about heart is that you can take kind of pool HP of like groups and sort of and so I'm trying to do something like that. Mm. And that's kind of what I was after. Like every time you all do a certain amount of damage. Like just mm -hmm. collectively something goes out. So it's like a narrative thing. And it allows me to have like big old swarms of goblins because otherwise it's like, yeah, it makes sense. It just like bogs I mean? it down. If you're like, taking yeah, turns it's just like, it's like way Absolutely. too much. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. so all I do is like, if there's like four of them on you, like instead of having them roll their basic stuff, I just give them an extra bonus die and they're more likely to hit. And just, I don't know. It just seems to, to pick it up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week for more. We're wondering, obviously, uh, we do not apparently have our heart game tonight, Stephen, uh, as, uh, unfortunately we have, uh, we have some illnesses and some out of towners. Uh, so we're not going to play tonight, but tomorrow night you can catch, uh, uh, Stephen and I over on steam steel murder as we are playing through some shadow run. 
Uh, Monday, we'll be back on our channel here at twitch.tv slash the lollygaggers as we're playing some holla for Savage Worlds. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What do we got going on next week? Uh, Wednesday, I'm over on Defenders of Cobalt playing some Fantasy Age. Thursday, uh, I don't think any, do we? I don't think any of us have anything on Thursday. Friday, however, oh my gosh, my Friday next week so is. Are you in your guard flag or no? Not this no, week. no. Uh, Matt's out of town, so we're, we're, uh, we're off next week. However, I do get to spend some time on Garb Black next Friday, uh, super early in the morning. I think it's 7 a.m. Central. So I'm getting up, I'm playing at like 5 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Playing some Alien as we're doing uh we're doing like this cross stream with uh, the Effect podcast uh, or just Effect I'm not sure if the podcast on there anymore Garblike Games uh, myself a couple others uh, so come check that out it'll be streaming on Garblike and then later in the afternoon with our friend Aaron who plays in our uh, who plays on this channel in our our Hunter game he's uh, starting up a Blaze in the Dark game and then that night next Friday back here we're playing some Mothership uh, so. I'll be dead by then. So I don't know. <laughs> Steven will run it or something, I guess. Uh, Get a nap in between. Oh, man. Plus, I have I have like a meeting, like work meetings in between. <laughs> I have to go. Oh, I'm like, gosh. it's going to be. Oh, no. What did I do? Why did I agree We'll be back oh, here be next rough. Saturday. I'm very excited. I don't get to play an alien very often. So, but I wish I would. I wish it wasn't five o'clock in the morning for me, but it is. It is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. Time zones. All right. So anyway, thanks for everyone who hung out tonight. Thanks for you, uh, those of you who are watching this later on VOD or listening to this in the distance uh, on on podcast. Uh, again, just look for Waking of Angmar wherever you get your podcast. You should be able to find it. Uh, I think we're up through about uh, episode 12 or so. We'll drop three more next week. We're dropping three every week, and then eventually we're going to catch up to live, and we're just going to release podcast steps the same time we release our YouTube, uh, our YouTube replays. Uh, but that's about it. Um, let's go ahead and raid somebody. Uh, looks like, uh, let's see who we got going. Uh, let's do some, it's like Vorpal Tales is starting up. Looks like they're doing some changing. Go ahead and raid, uh, raid over to Vorpal Tales. Looks like they're about to start up some changeling. Uh, I think changeling's cool. So I'm going to raid that. Uh, also, uh, Melissa just dropped it. Uh, I guess go ahead and check out uh, if you want to, we've been rolling a lot of dice, physical dice. And although our math sucks, uh, we actually really enjoy doing it because we do get to use some pretty fancy ass dice, uh, from our friends at Norse Foundry. So norsefoundry.com. If you want to get a discount, uh, you can go ahead and use our little promo code lolly, uh, to get 10% off. Uh, but good night, everybody. Uh, we'll see you later. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, follow the raid. Uh, bye-bye.